today on the tagline. We've got no movie news. We're talking about someone with the schmodown. We're not involved with anything, and someone's got their ears lowered. That all that and more tonight on the tagline. Say ears lowered. Yeah. Okay, boomer. Off mute now. <laughs> Thank you, Garrett. What's up, everybody? This is the tagline. The show where the tagline is the title. We are the Cine Fanatics. Once the video's over and it can go over to us. <laughs> Yay! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. That's right. Everything here is just like whose line is it, anyways. Yeah, we can't use that, can we? I don't know. I don't Probably know not legally. Right. It is funny sounding, though, so I like it. But, anyways, we are the Cine Fanatics. My name is Robert Adams. I'm stepping on things. He's Chris Adams. All the cords are right underneath my feet. Yes, I am Chris Adams. But if I uh, mess anything up, we're shut down. Well, that's because I'm taller than you, so you get all the cords. Sure. Makes Ta logical sense. Taller than me by like an inch and a half. Yeah. Speaking of an inch and a half. No. Guess no. what I lost today. No. I don't like where this is going. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're allowed to get haircuts now, which is weird Wait. because S nobody told me that told you last week i'm still rocking the quarantine look danny from uh called action told ah, you last danny week. that's right oh that's right that's right uh no i'm very well aware of that you got it today i am running out some point this week to also get my ears lowered as well <laughs> which okay here's the thing though i was kind of torn about it because <laughs> it's I'm... been two and a half well, it's been since february yeah well for you yeah i had so i asked also the, the, yeah well, I still left this. Yeah. The place that I went to go get my haircut is the place I always go. So uh, the person who cut my hair today is the same person who cut my hair before the world ended. And so I asked her, I was like, so when did y'all officially shut down? Because I wasn't keeping track. And apparently it was like a day or two after I got my haircut. Nice. So, I mean. Nick like, of time. I, I knew I was right on that cusp because I was coasting like for at least a good month. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And then it really got to, oh, this isn't looking good anymore. Yeah. Um, so it, it was really weird. And I'm the type of person, like, through all this, I'm thinking, like, we still need to, like, just stay indoors, yeah. not go anywhere. Yeah. Like, just yeah. it, only go out for essential things if you have to. We yeah. just, there's no going to a movie theater yet or anything. So nah. Even though we got one open near us. Uh, showing movies that we've already seen so what's the point yeah i mean <laughs> uh, i think the idea is just to go sit in the movie theater again which i'm very much looking forward to but i'm not gonna go to that one yeah uh speaking of which so uh quick movie news there is they're still planning on tenet coming out in july and disney has confirmed mulan is also going to be released in july mm -hmm. as of right now there's another movie that's i think like right at the beginning of july it's like a russell crowe movie i can't remember what it's called but it's also supposed to be, like, the first movie that... But it's not a big blockbuster that's going to be a draw for people to go see movies. The fact that I don't remember its title is... Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's huge. I mean, we still got big tentpole releases in July, so... So, anyways, uh, I still feel weird going out and doing things right now. Yeah, but in July... I haven't been anywhere except work, grocery store, convenience store, liquor store. That's about it. <laughs> Liquor store is essential. Liquor store is definitely essential. Absolutely. 
uh yeah that's uh that's what i'm looking forward to this week though like honestly this whole thing has taught me that never never take for granted the haircut ever again i am looking forward to and then as soon as i do that this is all gone too i'm gonna i'm gonna feel like a new man forget so what was funny though was like a couple of weeks ago, uh, like on the heels of uh, like say Christian heels and, and Zach Flirt and Flouse uh, shaving their heads. He had his goodbye today. Yeah, oh, Zach Flirt and Flouse. Yeah, he said goodbye today. Oh, and, until they actually need him for something, and then Brett will shave his head again. Meaning Brett had to shave that one piece of hair. He's gonna shave. He's claw. he's shaving it. He's shaving it tonight. I'm surprised he's had it for this long. That's I'm surprised his wife has let him have it this long. Well, he probably wears a hat to bed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, just cover it. <laughs> nightcap. Shower cap. He, he's, br- he's bringing the nightcap back. <laughs> Didn't see those since uh, the, the 40s. Kerchief and I and my cat have settled our brains for a long summer's quarantine nap. You got the long the long johns. You got to button them down or whatever. Full nightcap. Oh. Ooh, can't about, can't do the, that in Texas. No, the old one that had like the butt flap in the back. Remember, I had the flap that Those, had the buttons on there, that's so you true. could unbutton it and be completely clothed while sitting on the floor. Butt flap? Have you been watching George of the Jungle? No, but that's funny. I did not too long ago. <laughs> Java, 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 Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, that's how we're starting this video, apparently. Butt flaps and haircuts. We talk about movies here. That should have actually been the title for this, is Butt Flaps and Haircuts. That's the next title. Yeah. Butt Flaps and Haircuts. Butt Flaps and Haircuts. That's a bad phrase. We shouldn't use that phrase anymore. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> if we knew back yeah, yeah. then, what we know now in 2020. 2020 will I'm never be anyone's sight ever again. toilet paper. <laughs> or I could have just used the butt flap. That even means anymore. Uh, yeah, real quick, uh, we got a newbie in the chat, Cutter Hale. This is his first time jumping in our chat. What's up, Cutter? It's good to see you here. Yeah, uh, I believe we've actually seen him in a live yep. event. Before. He was in Houston. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Yes, we remember. We remember. I remember who Cutter is. An <laughs> elephant never forgets, and neither do we. And I don't know what the elephant has to do with anything. But alcohol's been involved. It is now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so new people in chat. That's awesome. That's cool. Thanks Love for it. joining us. Please keep coming. Yeah. Phrasing. Oh, God, really? <laughs> we're not even like, we're just six minutes in. <laughs> so, uh, what was that noise? Uh, so, other than the obvious news that we'll get into it. <laughs> Andy Kaufman. Oh, yeah, Andy Kaufman with Tony Clifton. <laughs> yeah. That's right, you turned on this channel for it. Tony Clifton references. I wonder if someone clicked on it just now and like hit skip ad and all they got is and they're like, I'm not skipping the ad anymore ever again. Just let the ad play. This is why I I recommend that uh, Andy and Jim documentary. Oh, that was good. That's that's such a great documentary. It was on uh, it's on Netflix. If you've seen Man on the Moon, the Mm -hmm. Jim Carrey playing Andy Kaufman, if you haven't seen it's uh, Jim and Andy, it's the documentary about it on Netflix. It is fantastic. I'm not a huge like documentary person, but I really like Jim Carrey's yeah. performance in that movie, and I like Andy Kaufman. Yeah, uh, just because of the type of humor he has is fantastic. Uh, so I loved watching that documentary. It was really well done. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. So uh, as we begin this show, uh, other than uh, obvious stuff that we're going to be talking about later on big stuff we want to talk about oh yeah huge huge um how has your week been it's been uh it's been interesting i uh got a new phone i can't afford i can't afford it so uh we'll get to ways you can help donate and help me afford this phone yeah so (laughs) 
Speaking of which, that's a good time for plugs. Uh, as you can Segway. see, across the top here, uh, there is. This is on uh, YouTube, so we do have super chat available. If you have questions, comments, anything you want to say, flag us down. Use that super chat. You can also use the Streamlabs. It's up there above his head. Streamlabs.com/slash/cinefanatics. The link is also down in the description. Also, make sure you hop on our Patreon. If you haven't seen us for a while, we have a Patreon now. Join the Patreon. That link is up here above my head, just on the other side of this logo, depending on where I learn how to point. Pew, 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 so pew, pew, patreon.com slash cinefanatics. Choose the tier pew. that's right for you. I feel like I've heard that somewhere before. Choose the tier that's right for you. Yes. Oops. Someone forgot to boost. Oh, Roka does it so much better. He does. He does. <laughs> uh, that's the other thing. If you've missed uh, the, the episode of this that we did with Roka a couple weeks back, you should go check that out because yeah. that was a ton of fun. That was great. Um, anyway, so yeah, how have you, uh, other than your phone that you need to pay for, yeah, how have you been doing? Uh, doing okay. Doing, I'm surviving. I'm alive. Oh, okay. I'm making it. Uh, had some fun. I did this uh, thing a few days ago called the uh, uh, Video Chronic uh, Quiz, quiz, pop culture quiz. Um, that was that was really fun. Uh, people should go check that out. It's on uh, Video Juice channel. Uh, I was competing in this Avengers Infinity War and Endgame 40 questions thing. I was competing with someone. I don't remember who it was. They were a complete loser, though. I think I spoiled that. Whatever. No, I'm your brother. You just call me loser like normal. Oh, yeah, it was you. (laughs) You spoiled it by saying I think I spoiled it. You sucked at that because you lost to me. (laughs) Yeah, but you just, you actually now did just spoil it. Ah, Yeah, I did. Loser. Well, you guys should go check it out anyway because it's uh, forty questions of pure Infinity War and in-game knowledge. Infinity War eh. game. It was. We were adulterated. It was slightly adulterated. I still don't know if that's correct. Just a little adult. Why? Why do we have a show? <laughs> <laughs> the good Lord thought we should be thought that we should be blessed with a YouTube channel. We should be blessed with a YouTube channel and cameras. I don't know. Um. I'll figure that out someday. It was a good decision. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Always a great decision. <laughs> um, We're stalling so, because there's not a lot to talk about as far as movie news well, goes. No, I'm trying to collect my thoughts because I was going to start talking about oh, go for it. what happened with me. Do your thing. But it was a segue off of that as well. So I was going to bring it back up. Yeah, this, what happened to you? This video chronic uh, competition that we did was fantastic. Had a blast. It was fun. Um, and then 10 out of 10. S- would do again. Yeah. For some reason, the next day completely out just you. yeah oh yeah you got sick again oh, for like a day that was yeah that was like a good like i needed to just stay in bed like all day all night all the next day just you got smacked in the face with something i don't know what that was uh but it was not- my winning hand ha 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 it wasn't anything like so like all of last month i had that cold where with the cough and everything which i'm still getting over this cough <laughs> it's not hamlet alex it's hamilton yeah close hamlet on disney plus we appreciate you nonetheless yeah. <laughs> um so i don't know like i had that cold all last month uh this was some weird like stupid like bug like mm, you're not gonna feel good for the next 24 hours i'm like oh okay so that's what i did is i just laid there and you didn't feel good for the 24 hours and then uh, apparently while i was laying there not feeling well. Someone did a reaction to the slowdown by yeah, that's themselves. Right. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, we couldn't skip more. Probably shouldn't have skipped that first one, but hey, you know what? That's what happens. We're not skipping this one, though. That it, was a good one. It was apparently a really good match, and it was. It was a good match. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about the Schmodown here in a little bit, but like while you were filming it, I was laying in bed as a sick boy just watching it on my phone. Sick boy. Yeah, so. Yep. It was uh, it was fun though. It's it was a uh, it was very interesting to do a Schmodown reaction by myself. Sort of have done one of those before. And not watching me. Yeah. <laughs> sort of have done one of those before, not completely because you were just in the other room while I was doing it. Yeah. Oh, that's all, I've always been just in the other room. Yeah. That's a little That's a little behind the scenes. If you guys uh, missed the reaction that I did to the match that he actually competed in, uh, still one of my most favorite things. That was a good reaction. It's one of my that most was... favorite videos that we've ever done, much less a reaction to the Schmodown. Yeah, that was a fun video. But yeah, no, I, I like a whole, uh, you were supposedly getting up, walking out the door, boom, you appeared in Los Angeles all of a sudden, which... I like you spitting water all over our floor. Yeah, it's a good thing we set up trash bags to catch that water beforehand. I mean, I knew I was going to do a spit take. Yeah. That's called acting! Yeah. Shooting water out your mouth is acting. Hey, it's acting for this channel. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what's been going on this week. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I guess a lot of interesting things. Uh, we'll move on to the newer segment that I've created. Um, oh, what have you caught up on and watched? On what have you been watching this week? And Since I have not been feeling well. My answer has been the same every single week. Nothing. I've not watched any new thing yet. So, since I haven't been feeling good, I did catch up on some stuff. Um, so, let me see here real quick. For someone who likes movies, I sure don't watch a whole lot of new ones today. Well, it's just a lot of it's a matter of time. Right now, just you're busy out there just hitting the... And I feel like I'm watching streams from everyone every single night, and I'm doing that more than I'm watching movies. See, I like that because I like listening, like, for example... Call to Action, Fantastic People. Oh, yeah. I love, like, say, was it Saturday, Sunday they did their streams? Uh, I'm sitting there working on, like... Well, Friday they had their last ladies night on their channel. Yeah. So I think that was Saturday. Mm. One of those nights. So... Yes, it was Saturday. It was Saturday. That is correct. So I like listening to them because while I'm doing that, I'm, like, making the thumbnails and... Gar says he can't hear you well. You might need to turn your mic up. Not There's no echo. You just might need to turn it up. Yeah, so, I, yeah, okay, so real quick while we're talking about that is, uh... Your mic's not working at all. Yeah, that's interesting. Well? Uh... Hold on. Yep, my mic's working. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> is this working? No, it's not working. Is it plugged in? <laughs> We're professionals. It's always something. No. I have no idea. Well, I mean, we could just put this one in the center and just do old school. Just go old school. Do do it in the round. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is what we call uh, doing uh, things in the middle of the stream. Thanks, Garth. You ruined everything, man. Hello? Oh, I was like, dude, you, you unplugged my mic. Yes, I unplugged them both. Yeah, yours is still oh, not. Yours is, okay. yours is still not working. Okay, so 
that's like super. Cutter says Cutter says he can hear both of us great. Yeah, because it's coming off the one mic. All right, so that's the thing. Do I need to go ahead and put this in the center then, and just we'll just switch it over to the round? Uh, yeah. Let's just switch it over. That's uh, one to the left. Yes. All right. Let's see how this works. Y'all let us know if this sounds. Uh, if this sounds. And okay. we'll just have to talk a little bit louder than normal, which is easy for you. Yeah. Yeah. You could hear him quieter because you heard him from my mic, which was across the table, which we don't want to do. Yeah. But now we have this, uh, we should have this solved. Y'all, uh, y'all let us know if we sound... That was if, working a second ago. If we sound better. Yeah, it was. It's weird. Huh. Anyway. Yeah. That's great. Cool. All right. Moving on. What were we talking about? I don't know. Great. Hey, what were we talking about? Awesome. Professionals. Um... Oh, we just go back up and... <laughs> I'm going to drink my beer. Anyways, we'll talk about Schmoe down some more lately. later. Lele. Says that mic was screwy anyways. Here's the thing. Yeah. That's a new mic. Yeah. I picked up a new mic today. And that's the thing. It might... The problem <coughs> is that for some reason OBS might not be recognizing the new mic. Well, it was working a second ago. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. OBS is screwy. Uh... Oh, yeah, movies that uh, I watched. That's what you were doing. Yep. Yes. Uh, so, real quick. Um, so Yes, Garth got it. We were talking about other people's live streams and videos more than movies. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I've been, that's, that's why I haven't watched a whole lot of movies lately is because between all the streams I watch, I mean, I've been watching Roxy's stream, I've been watching SCN, I've been watching, obviously, Call to Action because we love those guys. Uh, literally been watching like everybody. Obviously, we were on Video Drew's stream. Yep. We were actually on it. We do our own stream. So yeah, it's uh literally like every, every almost every night is a is a different stream, and so I'm probably actually going to be uh, cutting, cutting back, back on some of that just because, because I want to watch do, what's happening. You fix it? I think I fixed it. You fixed it. We're gonna forget what we were talking about again. All right, let me move this. Er. So that's on the same one. Yeah. Good. Or they they're just both on mine now. That's what it looks like. Yep. I'm just gonna okay. Just hey, you know, if this works, let's just leave it alone. If this works, let's just leave it alone. They they can hear us. It's good. It's good. Yeah. So yeah, I've been doing like I know, it's fine. I've been doing thumbnails and stuff while watching, like, C2A, so I really like listening to, like, everyone else's streams, so uh, if y'all got any other streams y'all want to call out, shout out, let us know in the chat so we can check that out. Echo, Echo. Yeah, because we got... Just mute the first one, yeah. There we go. Echo fixed. Woo. It's a whole thing, guys. It's a whole thing. At least the frame rate's good. <laughs> Get those SD cards. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, love watching everybody's streams. Let us know if there's any ones that y'all also watch that you... Still Echo? Yeah, the Echo should be gone now. Still Echo? Oh, 
we're starting off on good foot tonight. Yep. Dance party. Oh no! Last time there was a dance party. That's we what time for good. That's right. what got me sick. Is that we did the dance party whenever? Yeah. Uh, Drew and that's what got you and sick. Eric uh, froze. We had to quickly dance, and I I just can't I can't dance. I just although I was drinking enough yeah. margaritas, so. And Gar says never actually. I'm kidding. I've scared Drew many times. That's right. That's probably one of my new favorite things to do. Whenever you're on the video chronic pop culture quiz stuff. And then she's not expecting it, and then all of a sudden I just pop. Hi, Drew. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so much fun. Actually, I love those two. Actually, I really like those two are so great. Oh yeah. Uh, so movies, real quick. Yeah. What movie uh, did you watch? Caught up on Equalizer two. I need to catch up on Equalizer one. The first Equalizer is good. The second one, eh. I need to watch those. Uh, there's a bunch of movies I've rewatched. Uh, by the way, if y'all want to see what I'm talking about, what I've watched. Make sure you follow me on Letterbox um, at Robert Adams MLP. It's the same as my Twitter thing down below here. There you go. Uh, I watched Let Me In, which is a it, it's an American remake of it. Yeah, it's an American remake of Let the Right One In. Oh, got it. Which yeah. was, I believe, Swedish. Uh, about a boy who's teased who befriends a young vampire girl. I wanted to do a Swedish accent just then, but I mentally realized that I can't do it, so I didn't. You can't do it? You actually can't do it, or you shouldn't do it? Yes. Oh, because my Swedish accent will always and forever be the chef. Yeah. I don't know how well the microphone picks it up. Yeah, it's a turkey burkey. A turkey burkey. Yeah. Let Me In, fantastic movie. This is a stupid channel. Watched A Simple Favor. Uh, which, that one I that one I haven't seen and I still want to see it. Which real quick on that one, something that was, uh, that, Paul Feig, right? Yes, Paul, Paul Feig. Paul Feig. Yeah. Uh, off of his uh, fantastic version of Ghostbusters, uh, decided to make a simple favor with uh, Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. Which that one was funny. If any of y'all have seen that movie, if y'all have noticed at the beginning, uh, Blake Lively's character is a more like well-to-do upscale. Uh, she invites Anna Kendrick's character over to her house yeah. for martinis. Gin mm. martinis. Mm. So when she goes in the back to Blake pull Lively's, out the alcohol. Blake Lively's getting gin, huh? Guess what bottle of gin she pulls out? I have no clue. So for those who you don't know, Blake Lively is married to Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds owns Aviation Gin. So the really good question. Whenever you see product placement like that, that's like obvious. Does that take you out of the movie? Because uh, for a second it did. I saw her pull that bring one the, would. I saw her, her pull out this aviation gin. I'm like, ha, figures. That that one would probably take me out just because, <laughs> of, just because of the actual connection between her and aviation. Yeah, through her husband. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to see her pull out like a bottle of Tangeray or Bombay Sapphire or something. I honestly think that's probably in her contract. <coughs> Look, you're gonna you're you're gonna have me touch Jen in this movie. It's gonna be aviation. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I just thought that was funny. It's kind of weird seeing uh, uh, like that kind of a product placement because it does kind of take you out of the movie for a bit. But that was yeah. funny. That was cute. That was in. I would actually say that's up right up Ryan Reynolds' alley as far as his humor on that. Oh, hey, you're gonna make Jen use aviation Jen. It's the best Jen in the world. That's actually not bad of a Ryan Reynolds. It was almost kind of Jim Carrey-ish too. Yeah, they're they're about two and a half steps away from each other. Yeah, 
Um, and then as far as movies, the only other thing that I've been uh, trying to catch up on as I'm trying to hold back coughing was uh, I decided to dive into the Star Trek movies. But I need to do that. I need to do that bad. So I knocked out Motion Picture last night, and today during the day I knocked out uh, Wrath of Khan. Khan! Here's the thing. I, I have heard that Wrath of Khan easily, by far, is like the best movie of like the whole, like at least the original series yeah. movies. Um, I, I really wanted to watch that one. Mm -hmm. But I'm a stickler for going in order. So I need to watch Motion Picture first. Yeah. If you're not a stickler for going in order, you don't have to watch the motion picture first. Just dive straight into Wrath of Khan. Yeah. In fact, you don't even really even need to know anything about the TV show because they actually do a very good job of explaining why Khan is pissed off. Yeah. First of all, all they do is just start with the same opening log line. But not really. And then, and then, hey, this is Khan. He's a bad guy. Yeah. This, I need to watch the Star Trek movies. Star Trek was never, like, my thing. Every time Mom and Dad watched it, I was always like, Ha! Other room. Oh, Saturday night, we're gonna, we have to eat dinner while watching Star Trek. That's not Star Wars. Bored! <coughs> that's alienating a crowd. Here's the thing. Uh, if you like Star Trek, that's completely fine. I actually am saying still that I need to watch them. I think now that I'm older, I can actually appreciate them. When I was a kid, bored. Uh, we, we definitely grew up liking Star Wars a lot more than Star Trek. Star Trek was more action. Yeah. And Star Trek was like an old... I would say like more of a thinking sci-fi. Yeah. Um, but as we grew up, I would say we did have more of an appreciation for the next generation cast rather than the original series. Yeah. Uh, even, Make it so. You, you even more so were probably uh, like even more connected, like say Deep Space Nine, maybe Voyager... And Star Trek Generations was... Well, no, I'm talking about the TV show. Next not Generation. The yeah. Next Generation, I should say. Yeah. Okay, so still. Yeah, Next Generation was more... I, I like that. Just the characters in that just strike me as more iconic than, say, any of the other ones. I don't remember a dang thing from Deep Space yeah. Nine. <laughs> yeah. So, needless to say, uh, one of the reasons I did this is because there is the movie trivia Schmodown uh, Inner Geekdom matches coming. What is that? I want to be able to answer oh, questions about Star Trek. That's true. It would be nice to win. They're like, so this next category comes from Star Trek. And we're like, Ugh. it would be nice if you uh, told me about that earlier. I could have been watching them also. You can go watch them. Yeah, I mean, I still can, but I would have liked to have an earlier jump on it. Yeah, possibly. Because that inner geekdom term is going to come up fast. Yeah. Which we will definitely talk about that here in a little bit also. Yeah. I want to cover a couple of these uh, movie news things first. Name the cloud that's attacking them in motion picture. Bespin. Veeger. Oh. No, not Cloud City. Oh, Blackness. No, that okay. So here's the <laughs> if y'all seen Star Trek the Motion Picture, that is exactly what I was thinking. Is they said like it's a cloud that's moving towards Earth that's going to attack Earth. I'm like <sighs> Galactus. It's giving me like PTSD from Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh god. The thing is, is like that whole like deadly cloud thing. I think Star Trek did it better than Anybody? Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh, yeah. But like Green Lantern. Oh yeah, Green Lantern too. Going back to Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Uh, just have some Aviation Gin and you, you won't care. Which, apparently, uh, Aviation Gin was also in uh, Green Lantern, and I did not know that. I don't remember. I was like, Green Lantern came out in 2011. I, I, don't, I, did he not, he, I don't think he had purchased Aviation Gin at that time. I think he was a strong fan. Or he was about to. He was a strong fan, at least. 
Uh, that's the thing, though, is it came out in 2011, and I can promise you that I have not seen Green Lantern since 2011. I've seen it a couple of times, and it's not gotten better. No. At all. If I ever want to watch Green Lantern, I'll just turn on Deadpool. Yeah, pretty much. Woo! We started talking about Star Trek, and Garth is going to town in the chat here. I think Garth likes Star Trek. I think so, too. <laughs> uh, so, real quick before we get into movie news, let's catch up on the chat. Give us a couple of minutes. Yeah, we're there. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> uh, Superman 2 was the first product pl placement bug me. Uh, was it that when uh, Zod threw Superman into the giant Coca-Cola light logo? Because that, yeah, that was like, hey, drink Coke. Superman crashed into it. Like, It's good. It's the soda that Superman crashed into. Brian Nussbaum right? says he saw Heavyweights for the first time and it was fantastic. I missed that when I was younger. I didn't watch that. I knew of it. I know who's in it, but I think that's the thing. A lot of these, like, a lot of these movies that a lot of people are warmed up to when they were younger, Heavyweights, Goonies, Hook, these types of movies that came out like in the eight, late eighties, early nineties, that really affected people when they were younger. I think honestly, whenever the day comes that I have children, I will show them those movies while they're younger. Yeah. Because I heard a lot, and like Goonies, Goonies doesn't affect me as much as some people do. It does. Yeah. Because I don't think I watched it till I was, you know, maybe middle school age, and I just didn't care as much then. But those types of movies are, are absolutely, they're, they're fun, they're fun adventure films for younger kids. My thing was, it's really funny, as much as I love horror movies now, there were things in those older movies that literally scared the crap out of me. Like Goonies... There's the part with the the first time you see Sloth's Sloth. face when he turns around and he like at Chunk like lost it Which like is my I, Sloth impression yeah hey guys baby yeah. Ruth? Ruth yeah I could I couldn't handle that I saw it one time I was like nope and then I didn't watch it again until I was much older and I was yeah. like ha ah, funny uh, same goes with the uh, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure I know what you're going oh on. oh yeah uh, was it Big Bertha or whatever Large Marge, Large Marge Big Bertha Big Bertha. Big Bertha, Large Marge, whatever. Uh, like, Two it, sides of the same coin. Yeah, it was a deadly night. So what was funny, ah! when I first saw that movie, it was like, it was, this is going to sound weird, and I don't know how to explain it, but just go with it. Uh, when I first saw that movie, it was when I was a kid, mm -hmm. and we were at a church uh, lock-in. Like, so we just... They showed it at a church lock-in? Exactly, just go with it. Um, so at that time... Yeah. They had, like, all the food and drinks and everything were outside of the room where we were all watching movies. So I left the room to go get, like, another drink or something. I came back in, and I remember another kid telling me, like, hey, hey, you missed the really weird part. And I'm like, what part? And they're like, her face freaked out. I'm like, oh, okay. I, cool. I don't get that. And then I watched it, like, maybe, like, another year or two later, and I saw it, and I freaked out. <laughs> like, I just, like, nope. And then again, back to now I watch it. I'm like, eh. It's clay. <laughs> it's clay. It's <laughs> so funny. It's amazing how much stuff that scared you as a kid, I, you can go back and watch now. I think the first movie I saw in the theater, which is going to sound weird if you have any idea how old I am, was uh, Willow. Yeah. And there's a part in there where they, they're fighting these like little creatures and uh, Willow, I guess, uh slices one of the creatures with a sword and the creature like splits open falls off a bridge and becomes this two-headed dragon 
Great. And I might. I, I, here's the thing. I really haven't watched this movie since I saw it in the theaters. So, uh, so I might be remembering part of that a little bit wrong. It might be a little off. But it's basically that. Yeah. And I remember seeing this creature split open and seeing his insides. I'm like, uh, nope. <laughs> Can't. I. I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see the insides of creatures. Yeah. Fast forward to now. I'll watch a horror movie, people getting ripped apart and guts and trails, and everyone's like sitting there playing with the intestines and stuff, and like, it's really weird. I will not watch those, <coughs> because I don't like those. It's super strange. Yeah. So, amazing how that happened, the being desensitized over the years. Nice. Yeah. You're a freak. I guess. Anyway, uh, honestly, we should move on to some of this movie news. We're about 30 minutes in here, so we need to cut to a couple of those stories that we got before we start talking about all the Shimano stuff, because that, that Shimano stuff's got to be the bulk of what we're talking about tonight. Oh, it is? Oh, it would be the bulk of our thumbnail, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, real quick. Oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah, brother. Yeah, that's kind of related, actually. <laughs> um, let's cover some of this uh, movie, movie-related <sighs> news. Yeah, we're, we're, we're stretching on some of this here, y'all. Movie adjacent, because Mandalorian's not a movie. But it's apparently going to feature characters that were from a movie. Yeah, I feel like we've done this before. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, we did it with Ahsoka, which, I mean, she's still the pretty much slightly confirmed, heavily rumored. Everything, everything right now is very heavy rumors, if not honestly confirmed at this point. Wow. Really, Garth? I get it, Robert. I remember the first dead body I helped my dad bury in the woods freaked me out. But as an adult, burying bodies is no big deal now. Yeah, probably not. Dang it, I love Garth. <laughs> you do you, Garth. And apparently it was... Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, Mandalorian. Dude, apparently Tamora Morrison is coming back. This is the big news. This is some of the big news that hit this last week. I know there's news that also was hitting today. I'll cover that also. Yeah. Uh, the big part, though, is Tamora Morrison reprising, sort of, his role as a clone? Boba Fett. A clone. Yeah. I say reprising because his voice actually took over for Boba Fett in the whichever, I, I guess... I want to so, say it was the Blu-ray special edition. The original Boba Fett was Jeremy Bullock right. in performance and in voice. Right. And then... Now he's just performance. Huh? Now he's just performance. Yeah. Then after they released uh, Attack of the Clones, where they had solidified that all all the clones and Django and Boba Fett mm -hmm. are supposed to be essentially Tamora Morrison, they went back and redid and they dubbed Tamora Morrison's voice in place of uh, of Jeremy Bullock. I want to say that was for the Blu-ray releases. I believe so. That was the last. That was the next one that got updated after the prequels came out. I believe so because I do still remember buying Episode <laughs> One on VHS. Yeah. Whew. That's how old we are. We watched these. We watched the prequel movies on VHS. I At think, least episode one. I think we still have a copy of the Titanic when it first came out on VHS, and it's two. the two, the two, two VHSs. And I, oh, every man. time, here's the point: every time I watch Titanic, I can still tell you exactly where the first VHS hey, cuts off. Real quick, uh, Cutter in the chat, do you know what VHSs are? <laughs> like I said, we remember you. <laughs> uh, I know Garth knows. Yeah, Garth remembers what movies were before VHSs. What were movies before VHSs? I actually don't know. Garth, what, what were movies before VHSs? Were there, were there 
How did you watch movies before then? Oh. You just watched them whenever they came on TV, or we... you saw them in the theater. And if you didn't see them in the theater, you're just oh, we're awful. Um, <laughs> we're horrible. We're just bye, audience. Yeah, hey, everybody. Hey, uh, Streamlabs, right there, Cinefanatics. So there's Streamlabs. There's a Patreon. <laughs> uh, make sure you drop those questions in the super chat. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, no, I'm excited about tomorrow Morrison uh, reprising essentially the role of Boba Fett because that is, I think that's just. That's just fan service casting at this point. I mean, who else are you going to get to play the clone of Tamor Morrison? Yeah. But the news is, is, is he just playing Boba Fett? Or could he also and or be playing Rex from Clone Wars and Rebels? Now, here, here's the thing. Uh, if you're anyone like me, you haven't seen All the of. end of Clone Wars. You've, you so, haven't seen most of Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, I'm still stuck in like in the first season somewhere. Um, I've watched the movie and then a couple episodes after that, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, You've got to catch up on this. I know Rex has something to do with Ahsoka at the end of Clone Wars, and yep. that's all I know. Yep. So no spoilers whatsoever, if there really is any. I mean, we know Rex and Ahsoka aren't involved with the movies <laughs> at all, so who knows. But uh, supposedly, what we're supposed to know is that Ahsoka is supposed to pop up in Mandalorian, and I guess Rex is with her is is a leading well, rumor, or at least that concept art that was supposed to show like the two of them with hoods, which yeah. so really they, doesn't give anything away. So they had split back up throughout the timeline, met back up in Rebels, and then unsure, say like after Rebels, given what happens with Ahsoka during the course of the series of Rebels, if there's any possibility that they met back up, and assuming that they did maybe they have been together this entire time post rebels well i say that but dave filoni also said that that one like beardy dude on endor and return of the jedi was rex which is a weird confirmation because he the was beardy dude on endor oh. li literally in the background literally did not have any lines he was just back there are you talking about wilford brimley no <laughs> in the battle for endor or no, caravan, Re caravan of courage rex never had the diabetes the diabetes um no it was he was one just one of the random troops in the background and in, in uh, he had like facial he had this gray facial hair and and he's supposed to be rex dave filoni said retroactively speaking yeah that guy right there that was rex just like the kid in iron man 2 is supposed to be peter parker exactly oh okay. basically the same thing which means that should he need to for the purposes of storytelling in mandalorian he can go back again and say ah just kidding that wasn't rex uh. This is where Rex was at this entire time. I guess that works. Which is fine because you're getting Tamora Morrison to come back and play him. And Tamora Morrison wasn't playing old beardy guy from Endor in Return of the Jedi. Because Tamora Morrison would have probably been a child during Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I think. I don't know ages. He was young. He was young I'm, not, I'm not drawing out a timeline here. <laughs> um, real quick though. I did, young. I did see we have a bona fide warrior in our chat here. Oh. AJ Lancaster says, I made my parents take me to Wing Commander twice, <laughs> twice for the episode one trailer. I just convinced them I really liked Wing Commander. Uh, Mr. AJ Lancaster, uh, we're not the Action Army or called Action, but we salute you and what you've done as a bona fide warrior because warrior. that movie is awful. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, sat through that movie twice just for the episode one trailer. But honestly, wow. can you remember when that episode one trailer came out? I do. The I re- hype around that I, thing was huge. I, I remember it was the screen was dark. I yeah. think you heard a voiceover. You heard like the yeah, yeah, like yeah. Princess Leia's theme, I believe it was. And then the first thing when yeah. the when the screen came up, you saw Gungans. the fog, and you saw the Gungans Which, coming out of the fog. I'm trying to. Re- Okay, no, that scene was used in the movie. It was yes, right. Before, it was. It was right before the final battle. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I was like, I don't remember that scene in the movie, but then, yeah, no, I do. I do remember it. Yeah. No, that trailer was so. That trailer. So that trailer was sick. And yeah. then the movie came out. And we're like, I feel sick. Well, you, you, you as a person who was a little bit older at that time. Me as a kid, I was like Star Wars and politics. You just love the politics, I, didn't you? I was a kid. I wasn't paying attention to politics. I was oh. paying attention to cool-looking aliens on the screen. Oh, and Darth Maul's got a double-bladed lightsaber. That's neat. Yeah. Uh, Let me no. turn my head when he gets cut in half, though, because I'm too young for this. Yeah. Um, the one thing, I don't know. If, uh, yeah, roughly around that time, because... Yes, that's how I grew up. I turned my head when Darth Maul got cut in half. Now you watch it, and you're like, eh. Now, I, now I'm like, <laughs> he's going to come back later. Yeah. He's not no, dead. No, he didn't. I do now. Mm-hmm. If I watch episode one now, I go, <laughs> he's going to come back later. Which, spoilers for you, you still haven't watched Clone Wars. Well, he was in Solo. That's true, too. Yeah. Um, but that movie doesn't count, so whatever. <laughs> um, the, uh, the funny thing on that, though, was, so we saw that, and then... Because I was Ray Park as yeah. Darth Maul, yeah, yeah. and then we saw X Men, and oh, this yeah. this was right before. Oh man, I don't. I, what I, a year he had! I don't. Yeah, like within that year, I don't want to give too much away because it gives away ages and stuff, and I don't want to go to that. But, um, so right after he was in X Men, or I think it was right before he was about to be in X Men. Yeah. I can't remember somewhere in there. We went to a. Was it before X Men? It was somewhere around X Men. We went to a convention wow. and met Ray Park. Time is a weird thing. I need to find that picture. I Yeah, we need to find that. Because you're up. a kid. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a straight child. And I'm uh, I'm in high school. Like, Were you? Yes. That's what I said. I don't want to give too much away, but... Mm, I don't know. Yes. I, don't I, know. I, know exactly, I know exactly how old I was at that time. You... <laughs> Yes. You were barely still in high school. Okay. Well, thanks for helping the charade keep continue to go. <laughs> he was already getting old. Yeah. So. We count that as old. Anyway. AJ says Jar Jar works and I will debate it. Hey, you know, I don't actually have a problem with Jar Jar. I understand why people do. I, I completely un- get it. I understand why George Lucas put him in there. Oh, yeah. The thing is... is Politics. got to have something to counterbalance the politics. Yeah. It, well, I mean, actually, that's roughly it. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about that, like, do you make this movie to cater to the people who grew up with the original Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Or are you trying to get new Star Wars fans while still trying to please the current fans? And the answer is yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Though, um, that's, that's the thing. Because... Which what makes it hilarious is when you get to Attack of the Clones and you realize that it's Jar Jar who gives the Emperor all the power he needs, or the Chancellor at that time, all the power he needs. So it's like, hey, your uh, fun little cartoon that you that you liked in Episode One. Politics on him. Yeah. Yeah. 
do the math. Yeah. Here. Okay. So here, uh, I'll go ahead and give it away. Just Someone's be- almost forty. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and give away a part of this. So if you want to do the math, if you feel like doing the math, feel free. Here's where you're going to Huzzah. potentially figure it out. Um. So, episode one came out in '99. X Men came out in 2000. I saw X Men right before I left for the military. Yeah. And I went into the military the following fall after I graduated high school. Yeah. So. Graduated in 2000. Well, thanks for telling them. I mean. I, you know, I want them paying attention to us not doing math right now. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. Here's what's fun. Is, you know how old I was in 2000? I was graduating elementary school. Elementary school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So that's that's a lot of fun. Anyway, Mandalorian stuff though. Tomorrow Morrison's coming back. Boba Fett, Rex, maybe both, maybe either or. I could see. I honestly could see both happening, especially if Ahsoka is coming back in it. The only question is if they bring back, if they have both Rex and Boba Fett, are Rex and Boba Fett the same age, clone wise? For example, if no. you if you remember, Django. Yeah. Django is the head of all the clones. He's where the clones were created from. Boba is a head. yeah. <laughs> Boba is a clone of Django. Yep. Boba was not the same age as all the other clones. Boba was an unaltered clone, which means he aged like a normal human would. While the rest of the clones were uh, quickly rapidly the progressed. Thank God the, they don't do that now. The rest of the clones, I believe, rapid age progress up until adulthood. So just so they could farm them and get them up and running pretty quick, just blast through childhood and immediately be adults. So Rex, Rex is an adult male by the time of the Clone Wars, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he ages, <coughs> I believe, like a normal human would throughout the rest of his lifespan. Boba, on the other hand, ages like a normal human from moment of clone conception, I guess. That's how you word it. Yeah. Uh, so where Boba was basically around 10 years old, say in attack of the clones, uh, basically be about 13 or so in revenge of the Sith clone wars last somewhere around three years or so. Y'all didn't expect this much math on t- uh, tonight's I've episode. I've been looking at the soonest, as soon as I said Tomorrow Marshall was coming back as Boba Fett and possibly Rex, I was like, all right, let's do the math. Does he look the right age? Seriously, I, I went to his room earlier, and he looked like Charlie Day from uh, that meme with doing all the math. <laughs> I can't do it in this little tiny window that I've blocked off on the screen here. Yeah. I can't even figure out the name. Whatever. Yeah. So the thing is, is that, okay, you give the fact that, say, in by Revenge of the Sith, Boba Fett would be probably about 13. Now add, what, 17 years based on, 17 or 19 years based on Luke's age. Yeah. Uh, where we cover through the time span of, you know, Empire, then you're going into uh, A New Hope. You're going in, yeah, you're going into the start of A New Hope. So Boba Fett would be, you know, whatever the math is, 19 or so plus 13. But he wants to go to Tashi <laughs> Station for a new power converter. Yeah. And the original, thanks for keeping the mood up. The original trilogy lasts about, what, five years or so? So basically, Boba Fett is almost 40 come time of Mandalorian. And how old is uh, Tamora Morrison now? Tamora Morrison's probably in his 50s. Okay, so... He's going to have to be aged down probably with makeup for Mandalorian. So the If they show his face. 
Which I would assume they will. The thing I'm questioning on that is, yeah, if Tamora Morrison is older, keep in mind, Bubba Fett is probably one of the hardest working people in the galaxy. First of all... He's got some stress on him. He he survived the Sarlacc pit. (laughs) Yeah. So... That's a thing. I mean, if you survive almost being ingested... Digested. Digested, ingested, uh, given the... uh, Yeah, probably indigestion. If you survive gestation... continue okay um that you're probably gonna have like some years on your face you're probably gonna look like josh brolin in men in black (laughs) three where he was playing tommy lee jones like when tommy lee jones was in his 20s and he still looked like he was 50 that's hilarious yeah that was actually a really good comedy bit that was like one of the funniest things of men in black (laughs) three that's the best thing of men in black three i don't in fact i don't remember anything else about men in black oh no i do remember uh what's his face yeah uh the oh man what's his name michael uh get oh, it. the chat's gonna get it slow down slow down get what's it. his name chat's uh, gonna get it the the really the really goofy dude uh-huh. um, this is why we weren't picked up get it <laughs> this is why we weren't picked up <laughs> oh what's his name he's call me by your name uh-huh. you know who i'm talking about right he wore the snow cap. He like could see or know everything yeah, I, I know everyone. i know who you're talking about it's michael Come on, let's see, if, let's see if y'all could beat me in the chat before. Yeah, it's going to happen. Oh, man. I know there's a delay on this, so that's what's helping me out here. But, oh, I cannot remember his name. Nice. We're doing it live. We're going live. We're going live. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Why can't we only quote like a bit of that? Hey, look, you got your first name right. It's definitely Michael. Yeah. Can I remember his last name? Nah. Oh, jeez. I can see his face too. Darth got it. Boom. Yeah, Stuhlberg. Yep. Got okay. It. Garth got it. Garth beat you. All right. Put Garth, Garth in the showdown. Garth, you can have my pr- position as a free agent. Garth will be on the team. Which is still a position as a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody hates us. <laughs> nobody nobody, <laughs> nobody wants, wants to play with me. <laughs> name the mo- name that movie. Oh yeah. We know what movie it is. Name that movie. Um otherwise we take our our free agent spots back. Nobody likes me. Everyone anyway, hates me. They're what were you all saying? out without me. You were, okay, Minute Black 3. You remember Mark Silver. Okay. Uh we were on the uh subject of Mandalorian still though cuz there's other news to talk about with that. Yeah. Tomorrow Morrison yeah, so he's he's definitely going. I, I like the idea that he's older potentially than his character is going to be playing. It works. Um, just because, yeah, it, it'll look like it'll look like he's more older, more grizzled, he's more weathered, experienced. He's yeah, weathered. Yeah, which I would expect that of Bubba Fett. Yeah, and Rex. I'm sorry. Actually. Hold up. Did you just say Bubba Fett? Yeah, Bubba Fett. Like those little things you get at the bottom of your teeth. Bubba, like Bubba. the guy from Forrest Gump. So, Boba Fett's really good at making shrimp from this. Boba. Bo. Boba. Boba. I'm, try, I'm try, trying to think of Tanwi. Boba. Boba. Yeah. Boba. It's not Bubba. Bubba Gump. Bubba, Bubba Fett. Listen, <laughs> Ford. It's not Bubba. That's Star Wars Alabama. Bubba Fett. <laughs> Fat Gump Shrimp. <laughs> Bubba Fett from the Deep South. <laughs> there it is. Um. Anyway, yeah, he's he's gonna be weathered. Put a little makeup on, and he's good. 
Uh, I think he's actually the right age to play Rex at this point because Rex was already getting older in Rebels. Now add another five to seven years on him from Mandalorian. Yeah. He is, he's aged probably about right. I think Rex would be probably around his 50s or so come Mandalorian time. So at least uh, there's going to be at least one of these guys that they, they're going to have to keep their helmet on. More likely probably Boba Fett. Bubba Fett. Depend, yeah, if they're in a scene together, if they're in a scene together, yeah, that's easy. One person's keeping their helmet on, the other person's not. So it's not Tamar Morrison playing the other. Bubba but Fett never had a reason to take off his helmet. We might, yeah. So was he following Mandalorian law the entire time? Or the well, new Mandalorian law, according to Mandalorian. But Bubba Fett's not a Mandalorian. No. He, he wears Mandalorian armor, right. but he is not Mandalorian. So he can take off his helmet whenever he dang well pleases. As far as we know right now, but they, there's a possibility they could retcon that stuff too and actually say like, no, Django and Bobo, well, Bobo obviously was cloned, but Django was a Mandalorian and we're retconning that now and we're going to say that he was like excommunicated from the Mandalorian tribes or whatever. Who knows? There's a lot of fun stuff. But real quick, let's move on to the other piece of news <laughs> jake a little, a little behind but class of all one here yes jake i'm older than you um <laughs> we know yeah. what else is happening <laughs> cutter says he sent in a stream lab let's do it oh let's check that out thank yeah. you for letting us know he said what's up guys and yes my generation is the last to remember that remember vhs I've been catching up on movies i haven't seen over quarantine i haven't seen them all yet but my two favorite are between Knocked Up and Paul. Paul is my favorite Simon Pegg movie now. Dude, I haven't seen that movie. I have seen Paul. I remember I liked it. I just don't remember too much about Simon it. Simon Pegg was playing Paul. No, Seth no, Rogen was Seth playing Paul. Seth Rogen was playing That's Paul. Right. I was mixing the two It up. was Simon Pegg and I was mixing Nick Frost. Yeah. That... That sounds hilarious, honestly. It, it, it was good. It was good, because if I remember correctly, Paul was also like a stoner alien. So it was right up Which, Seth Rogen's alley. Of course. Of course. So uh, thank you for that Streamlab, Cutter. Appreciate it. If you also would like us to address who you are in your question on camera, feel free to sit in the Streamlab. The, the link is down in the description. Or if you're a visual person like we are, you can see it right above his head. And then you could type it in your browser and go there. And then it's just going to ask you for a number. Put a number in there. And then hit enter. I'm doing the uh, the Blake Shelton from The Voice. Yeah, but Blake did more like a... Yeah, he's pointing at himself. Angles, man. Angles. More of a straight finger thing. Um. Anyway. Phrasing. Um, anyway. I use the straight finger all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. Good Lord. <laughs> We're a family channel here. The straight finger. What are you talking about? So in The Mandalorian, apparently for season two, the other casting rumor right now is that, besides the fact that they've had Rosario Dawson potentially being Ahsoka and Sasha Banks is potentially going to be Sabine from Rebels, which again, you don't know because you never watched Rebels because you still haven't finished Clone Wars. Um is Katie Sackhoff reprising her role only this time in live action as Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan is a Mandalorian. She she is like the head figure that helped during the Siege of Mandalore 
taking Mandalore back from Darth Maul. Is Bo-Katan the one that was in or possession Maul. of the thing that was shown at the very end of Season 1 of Mandalorian? Uh, I believe she has been in possession of it at least at one point. I believe it was during Rebels. It's it's weird. I, I watched Rebels not too long ago, but it feels like it's been forever. So, yes. <laughs> I believe she has possessed it once. Okay. That is not a that is not a confirmed yes because I my brain is fuzzy. So who had it like I, I guess the last as we know Actually, uh, yeah, no, I believe I believe Bo Katan had it before uh Moff Gideon, whatever his name is in Mandalorian. Grand Moff Gideon. Yeah. So yeah, she was the I believe she was the last possessor. It was either her or Sabine that possessed it last. I think it was Bo-Katan. Grand Moff Gus from Breaking Bad. <laughs> Grand Moff Gus. Anyway, his chicken is fantastic. Uh, it's actually fantastic. Highly I'm addictive. Use that verb. You just used it. Or, <laughs> I, should say, I should say, not verb. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing that they actually got. They're actually getting. Assuming we're we're still assuming here, but it's confirmed that Katie Sackhoff is coming back as Bo-Katan because uh, she's not that far off from the look of Bo-Katan. Obviously, the cartoon character was not designed with her in mind because. When you initially design some of these characters, you're not thinking that the voice actor is going to someday portray them in a live-action medium. You mean this isn't like uh, Samuel L. Jackson played Nick Fury because they decided to because make in the Nick comics Fury they designed like... Nick Fury from Samuel L. Jackson. Well, not originally, but yeah, eventually they're like, yeah, let's change it, and make Nick well, Fury look ultimate like... Nick Fury. Well, yeah, no, okay, <clears throat> real quick, <clears throat> Ultimate Nick Fury was not meant to normally to look like Samuel L. Jackson. They changed it. You're a nerd. Sorry. Anyway, because I know someone would say it in the chat. Yeah, probably Garth. Probably Garth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, the thing is, is that honestly, give her red hair. Katie Salkoff's good to go. Maybe a little bit of makeup to age her up a little bit, because I think by this time, both Tan would be would have a little bit more age on her you're still only looking like you're still only looking at another shoot we saw her in rebels so it'd be another like 10 10 or so years on on her since the last time we saw her so i don't know i think uh first of all katie sackoff is i mean she's already portrayed roles in live action obviously like neither one of us are really battle star galactica fans so we don't really know her role as starbuck uh, I actually know her probably more just because her affiliation and friendship with like Christian. With Christian, and, yeah. Yeah, so uh, she she was a big friend of Collider and Christian and all those people. I I know her from Twenty Four. She had a uh, at, le- oh. at least a season. She was on Twenty Four, mm-hmm. which you know that might be a deep cut for some. Like, oh, that's right, Katie Sackhoff was in Twenty Four for a little bit. I want to say it was actually with Freddie Prince Jr., which is actually ironic. I didn't know Freddie Prince Jr. was in that either. Considering Freddie Prince Jr. portrayed Kanan Jarrus in Rebels. Okay, so from 24, I know Kiefer Sutherland and Mary Lynn Raskub. It was a later season. Raskub. Raskub. It was a later season. Okay. Um, But, yeah, uh, I like this. I, this, everything that we're hearing about Mandalorian right now, if all of it is true... It means that Dave Filoni has his finger exactly on the pulse of where Star Wars is at right now, where it needs to go, and what the fans are wanting, desiring, and saying. So basically, Dave Filoni is hopefully to Star Wars like Kevin Feige is to Marvel. That is the ideal situation right now. I know a lot of people are like are are, are pretty pretty well sticking up for Kathleen Kennedy. And here's the thing. 
for all the issues that I have with, say, like Last Jedi or the issues that we have with, you know, Force Awakens or Rise of Skywalker, look at how good those movies did box office wise. They made money. But the, I mean, the thing is, is look at the success of Rogue One, of Solo, Solo. of of The Mandalorian. Look at the yeah, it's honestly even look at the success of the last season of Clone Wars. All of this happened during Kathleen Kennedy's run on Lucasfilm. Well, here's the thing though, you She's have, successful. You 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 in some cases you do have to kind of like pick apart some of these. Sure. I mean, yes, yeah, Solo was not a good movie. It depends on who you ask. If you ask us, no, we don't like Solo here because we and believe it was not well written. Rotten Tomatoes, it was not a good movie. If you ask Brandon Hanna, it was a good movie. I'm not asking Brandon Hanna. Who cares about his opinion? <laughs> he said it on Twitter today. That's where that comes from. He said no more questions. I, I'm not giving him a question. He's just weird. <laughs> Weirdo. Yeah, we'll talk about Brandon Hanna later. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, Kathleen Kennedy has had success as the producer right now as running the head of Lucasfilm. She has. It's, she's had a successful run. I do think that I would love to see Dave Filoni. I don't know if it's necessarily taking over her role, but it's more so her giving Dave Filoni the complete control over what happens creatively with Star Wars. Yeah. Because Dave Filoni has worked so closely with with uh, George Lucas. and even, Which may or may which, not be a good thing. Put that aside. Put the opinions of what George Lucas did on the prequels aside. And Leave how he ruined the original trilogy. Leave it alone. <laughs> what I'm saying is that Dave Filoni worked closely with George Lucas. It was it has been George Lucas's vision from beginning to end. It's his story. He came up with it. He could do whatever he wants with it. Yeah. That's my standpoint on it. You talked about Dave Filoni has been with George Lucas, at least working over this the Clone Wars series, because a lot of that has come from George also. He is somebody that I believe knows... And very much respects what Lucas did with Star Wars when he created it, what he did with the prequels, and he knows where Star Wars needs to go now. I am completely okay with Filoni taking complete control over the entire Star Wars universe, not just TV. Will that happen? I don't know. I don't know. Because TV is a whole thing, and then movies are a whole other thing. But I think now, since we're out of the Skywalker saga, you could treat movies like an extended piece of what you do on TV. One-off one-off movies that are essentially like episodes of their own series. I don't see any reason why Filoni couldn't be in control of that as well. But that's just kind of my opinion over it. I think, uh, I do think you have, eventually you do see Kathleen Kennedy bow out. I think that it would be good if she wanted to bow out while she's had success, go out on top, essentially, and let Filoni take over. But... <coughs> That remains to be seen. I don't. I also don't see her leaving anytime soon. Or I wonder if there's like a way of like splitting. She doesn't have a reason to leave. Really. Well, that, I was gonna say it depends on. I don't know the details of exactly what her role entails. Like for Kevin, she's the head of Lucasfilm. Okay, so she could still be the head while appointing Dave Filoni to be the main story getter. I guess whatever I don't know what you would call Kevin Feige is as well. I guess Kevin Feige is the head of Marvel Studios. To some point, I would equate this saying that Kathleen Kennedy is the Bob Iger, or whoever's taking over Disney now, but essentially is the Bob Iger of Lucasfilm, while Dave Filoni would be the Kevin Feige. That's what I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Like 
let Kathleen Kennedy continue doing her role because she's she is a very successful movie producer. Yeah. At the same time, let Dave Filoni have creative control because he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So that's my spiel, and uh, that's Katie Sackhoff in The Mandalorian. <laughs> Might be good. I think I think it's excellent. I think that covers Mandalorian stuff. <laughs> AJ Lancaster solo was amazing. Says a person who saw Wing Commander twice. Mm. Well, it was <laughs> nice having you as a patron, AJ. Uh, we thank you for your time spent with us. Uh, we will catch you whenever you decide to we're check us out again. We're so glad that you were able to brave solo as well. <laughs> I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I am absolutely a okay with people liking solo. I don't like it. But I'm okay with people liking it. Give that movie I, justification to exist. Here's the thing. I, I get why people like it. It I, is a fun I, adventure movie. I get why they decided to make that movie. It sure. makes sense. People like Han Solo. It's a fun adventure movie. And rightly so. The writing was god-awful. Yeah. I mean, that movie was nothing but like fan service. Like, every five seconds, like, oh, here's where they got his gun. Yeah. We got a Streamlab from Garth. Says Robert, you're right. The first appearance of Nick Fury in the Ultimate Comics. I knew it. The line. Tony Garth would be the one he, to say it. He looks more like the original Nick Fury, but the Ultimates number one. Brian Hitch drew him to look like Samuel Jackson, so that influenced them casting him for the MCU. Yeah. Which I mean, for the most part, Nailed that it. that was like the best casting ever. If you for ignore sure. the fact that they originally drew Nick Fury to look completely different and not. They just made him to look like just some random black guy rather than Samuel L. Jackson. He definitely looked like Samuel L. Jackson. He definitely <coughs> didn't look like a random black guy. No. That was clearly Samuel L. Jackson. Um, Says a person who watches your show, touche, touche. Burn! <laughs> Burn. I got singed on that one, and I didn't say anything. Yeah. So, solo 1996 star Mario Van Peoples was a better Star Wars solo movie. Wow. <laughs> wow, Garth. Wow. Uh, and this is why Garth is in our chat. Yes. Welcome anytime. Yeah. Um, uh, any other news? or No, I mean, do we want to touch on that Batman stuff? Yeah. we got to do that quickly because we got to get onto this Schmodown. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about with Schmodown. Uh, so, Batman... Uh, I, this isn't really news, but I read there was an article that was released this past week, and I thought this was a, would be a great topic for a very long discussion, which apparently we're going to make a very short discussion. We're going to make it point. short. Um, there was this moved. article where Val Kilmer was talking about, and he was very candid, on why he chose not to continue playing Batman after Batman Forever. Uh, the short version of this is while they were filming, uh, Warren Buffett brought his kids or his grandkids or somebody's kids because he's Warren Buffett. He owns all the kids. Uh, he brought kids to the set. Pretty sure it's his grandkids. He brought kids to the set to basically be on the set of a Batman movie. Yeah. And these kids were more interested in like checking out the Batman costume, the Batmobile, the Batcomputer, all the Batman stuff. And not so much Val Kilmer as Batman. Even though Val Kilmer did stay behind like in the Batman costume. Yeah. And the idea was that he came up with, what he realized is that people, I mean, probably kids. He wanted to say hi to the kids as Batman. Yeah, he wanted to say hi to the kids, but he realized that people were drawn to these movies because it's a Batman movie. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter who was in the costume. It was Batman, so therefore people want to watch Batman. Yeah. 
And so because of that, it's you, you lose that. As an actor, you lose that connection to the audience. Mm -hmm. Like, people just care about your character, and especially because it's a character where <clears throat> this is all they see of you. Is, and this. And, 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 yeah, and this. Yeah. Make sure we're not making any... We're fine. Bad. You're good. Okay. Move on. Um, but that's all they see of you, and they hear your voice or performance. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I can't touch my glasses. I'll smudge them. Yeah. But that we have a channel. But that's why he decided not to reprise Batman because who cares who's in the Batman costume? It's Batman. As long as you see Batman on screen, you're happy. You're good. To a degree, that's now, true. And that's very true. Now, let's fast forward and this is why I thought this was a good like discussion piece. Fast forward to where we are now. Now that we're in a place where superhero movies like rule the box office, because I mean, uh, Batman Forever came out like '95. Mm -hmm. uh, superhero movies really weren't that prevalent. Batman was about it. Late '90s, you had Blade, you had Spawn. That's about it. Crow, but oh, Crow was '94. Whatever. Shut up, Garth. Movie release dates. It's just in cinematics making white power hand gestures. That's what I was trying to avoid. Um. So, you fast forward to nowadays where, where, super, where superhero movies dominate the movie landscape. Yeah. In-game. I mean, the cinema is filled with cinematic movies. Infinity War broke records. This just in, In-game broke Infinity War's records. Because it is a cinematic movie yep. that belongs in a cinema. I think I see where you're getting at there. <clears throat> of course, easy. Scorsese. Anyway, um, how does that how does that same kind of ideal affect now? Would it does it really matter if Robert Downey Jr. was in the Iron Man costume? Ooh, that's so hard though. Does it matter if Chris Evans was Captain America? Here's the thing. So going back to that, we we I see Val Kilmer's perspective because back in the '90s, yeah, no, it didn't matter because. Everyone and anyone. I mean, by Val Kilmer's time, how many people... You had Michael Keaton portrayed Batman. You had Adam West in the old movie and TV show. Past Val Kilmer, you got George Clooney. You know, you've had multiple... And, you know, back in the 90s, comic book movies weren't a big thing. We didn't care as much. But what Marvel has done since that time, and I think what DC is trying to catch up with at this point, <coughs> and what I actually think they did pretty well with the Nolan Batman movies, honestly... Mm -hmm. is that uh, I, I will use your Iron Man as an example. Does in, should any, Can anybody else be in the armor besides Robert Downey Jr.? It's going to be a hard sell. It's a hard sell now because what Marvel has done successfully, and again, what DC is trying to catch up on now, is they've put that character out front. You know the character of Tony Stark over, say, that of the Iron Man suit. And... To their, to their uh, credit, that's pretty much what Iron Man 3 was about, was that Tony Stark was Iron Man, not the suit. You even hear him re kind of reprise that, that phrase a little bit in Spider-Man Homecoming. If you're nothing without the suit, you shouldn't have it. Tony Stark was Iron Man. Therefore, by proxy, Robert Downey Jr. was Iron Man, because Tony Stark was Robert Downey Jr., well, he even said he was Iron Man at the end of the first movie. Yeah, and then you even... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yes, blatantly you have that. I am Iron Man. So, if you look at... If you look at uh, what Kilmer is saying, 
for his time period, that's definitely true. It's Batman. I'm looking at Batman. Now it's... I'm looking at Iron Man, but I'm also looking at Robert Downey Jr., who is a superstar. You look at Chris Evans. Chris Evans right now is Captain America. These are two roles where can we see anybody taking over them? I don't know. You're going to have to find a way to reboot those roles eventually. But you're not going to have Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans because by the time you do that, they're going to be too old. Chris Evans will look exactly as he did at the end of Endgame. That's why I think it's a matter of how you of how you attack those roles. Going back to, say, Christopher Nolan's Batman movies. Yeah. Did you really care that it was Christian Bale as Batman? Kind of, actually, yeah, because of what the setup they did in Batman Begins. In some cases, yes. They spent half the movie on Bruce Wayne showing you his line of reasoning, his thinking, where he came from, and why he's becoming Batman. Yeah, you care about... You care about Christian Bale as Batman in that case. For those movies. But those movies also had a complete storyline that ended with Dark Knight Rises. And so we're okay now with a new Batman. Yeah. That's the problem, though, with Ben Affleck to Robert Pattinson. Is because we don't have that completion with Ben Affleck. And it's like, okay, so what's Batman now? It's its own thing. They have to separate Batman from the rest of the DCEU. Which... The, the tackling that they have to do on that is going after the audience who already has the mindset is the DCEU's Batman yeah. is Ben Affleck. Batfleck. Now, granted, yes, this movie supposedly, last I heard, or whatever, the jumble, I don't know, messes. It's going to be raw. Is that, yeah, besides that, <laughs> is that this movie is supposedly in the DCEU, yeah. but it's before. Four. It's like right at the beginning of Batman's career. Like, is that what they came out with? Because I still hear that. It's I remember separate. hearing that like years, years ago. I don't know. I still hear that. Just it's, I hear that's completely the, separate. It's the not DC, attached to DCU and it's not attached to Joker. The DC movie universe at this point is a, such a huge mess. Which here's the thing: they can get away with it if they do what they're doing with those uh, TV shows, which I haven't been watching or following. Which is the uh, the whole the multiverse type stuff. You can get away with it that way. And then you can bring in the proper, whoever you want to be the proper Batman and the proper whoever and this person. And now we've got our, these are the ones you want to follow now. I'm not expecting to see like a movie version of Crisis on Infinite Earths. No. Like that, no. I, I can't accept but DC as it is right now. I'm not going to accept a multiverse. You saw how fat, how how much they fast-tracked Justice League. I wouldn't put it past them to put a Crisis on Infinite Earths movie. And the it only reason terrible. why they won't, it will be. The only reason why they won't is because they're doing it in TV right now. And it's going to confuse the mess out of people. Like, you're doing it in the movies too. But also, they had some of their movie people, movie characters, in the multiverse. I believe... Ezra Flash. Miller. Yeah, yeah Ezra, Ezra Miller. Miller was in the Crisis on Infinite. So, this is why I'm not... <coughs> I'm excited for Wonder Woman. I think it's going to be great because the trailer alone made it look good. But as far as, like, caring about the DCEU as a whole... Uh, see, that's... We're uh, good at rabbit trails here, by the way. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> the the thing that I, I would have liked... Marvel was close. Marvel's the closest I've ever seen anyone doing this. There might have been some other franchise that actually did do this, uh, Star Trek, besides Star Trek, um, that having a movie franchise and a TV franchise 
where the two can act independently, but they still they still influence one another. Yeah. Which Marvel was close with the Netflix shows and with Agents doing, of Shield, and they're going to start doing it now. I want to see that. The thing is, is unfortunately, we've already had like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and uh, Luke Cage. All those are swept aside. I will say Star Wars is actually doing it pretty effectively, also. Now. Yeah. Now. But, now, now that we're actually getting Star Wars TV, I mean, Mandalorian being the first live-action Star it Wars used, TV show. It used to be you couldn't put any, like, going back to the 90s, the Spider-Man animated series from the 90s, you couldn't have uh, Sandman or Electro in the cartoon because they were going to be used in the live-action movies and people were afraid they were going to get it confused. That's so... People were afraid they were going to get an animated cartoon on Saturday morning confused with a live-action movie in a theater. Yeah, that's, uh... That's ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, I do like Kilmer's comments, though, based on that time, because you have these kids coming to set. He's right, in a sense. Because those kids didn't care about necessarily that it who it was portraying Batman. They cared about everything that was about Batman being around. They just they enjoyed being in the world of Batman. We want to put on the cowl. We want to put on the cape. We want to sit in the Batmobile. I want to be in the world of Batman. I don't mm-hmm. care who's in the costume necessarily. And for that time period, that is exactly what superhero movies were. I don't care who's in the costume. Now, audiences want that character. They want more character in what they're watching because they want to identify. They want to connect with these superhero characters that they see on screen more. They want to put themselves in the shoes of these superheroes so that maybe they they can relate and feel like a superhero themselves during that time. I want to see Iron Man have issues with alcohol. I want to see him have to face real world struggles of I want I, I love this woman I want to be married to her, but how do I how do I convince her to love me while I'm still going out and risking my life every single time I do an Avengers mission? Yeah, character drives a lot, and, and that's exactly where superheroes need to go. Character character driven work is where superhero movies needed to go, and it's honestly why I do consider superhero films cinema because you still get that character work in there yeah especially now now that we've seen how dominant superhero movies are Mm -hmm. you have to make them something worth going to the movie theater for you have to make it cinematic it gives them a great story you can't do a one-off well batman beat the villain in this last movie he's good to go until a villain pops up in the next movie no you have to make and that marvel has well surpassed that Easily, yeah. Look, look at look at where we are now. You can't have a movie like Joker work in the nineties. And I wouldn't it have wouldn't. thought it would. It I, wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought it worked now, but it did. Yeah, we hear Joker movie coming a couple years ago, and we're like, we're like uh, why? why? Why are you doing this? We watched the movie, and we're like, that was a good movie. Yeah, that was a real good movie. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's the difference. Um, highlight and address maybe some of these comments before we get into the Schmodown stuff. Yeah, uh, Garth McMurray. I drank a beer. Uh, grab me one, too. No, I drank a beer. Oh, I was say, well, grab me one on your way back. I'm not going to grab you one of what I'm doing now. So, <laughs> Garth, my first live-action Captain America was Red Brown. Oh, so you got to enjoy the motorcycle helmet Captain America. Oof. 
what you've seen of Wonder Woman 84 is so great. Yeah, that's that's good to hear because I'm excited for that one. Uh, I really am eager to see uh, Kristen Wiig as Cheetah because that doesn't make sense. Like, when I first heard she was playing Cheetah, I was like, I don't know how well that's going to do, but, like, I'm eager to see what they do with her. Uh, here's the thing, like, Kilmer took, again, Kilmer took over Batman for that one week. I do have kind of like the, uh, oh, what's it called when you have a, uh, an opinion about something that the popular opinion is not that, but you actually do like it. Kilmer was probably one of my favorite Batman ever. Uh, just because I like his acting was good. He he looked good as Bruce Wayne and Batman. Uh, I, 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 I like uh, Keaton, but Keaton was a little too scrawny, I would say, in my opinion, for Batman. He did a fantastic Bruce Wayne, but... I don't think he was that big for Batman. So, uh, I did like Val Kilmer, but uh, the other reason that Val Kil I really like Val Kilmer's opinion on this is because he bowed out at the perfect time. Because if Val Kilmer was in the next Batman movie, that would have sucked. Infinity Gauntlet. Look, I'm a nice brother. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm not that nice. I can't... Do it at this angle. I have to put it in. There we go. There you go. Oh, and that was on camera too. That yeah, it was. was so hey, embarrassing. That's like the only time I can never open a beer bottle. Of course, it was on camera. He actually is a fantastic brother, and he can open a beer bottle. Look, a nice thing to do for people is to open a drink for them. Yeah. Anyways, typically so, you do that for a lady, but I'm doing that for my brother. Kilmer got out at the right time. Sorry, what now? Oh, Val Kilmer. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He. uh he duck dipped, dived, and dodged. Uh, Cutter says he uh, saw Inception for the first time, and holy crap. Just now? Just recently? Well, I mean, probably not just now. He's watching us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's watching Inception, watching. Dude, yeah, no. Inception is actually really fantastic. And that's one of those movies you have to go back and watch it yep. again. That that movie takes a couple of viewings, I guess, to like fully comprehend, but at the same time... To... I mean, the entire movie is exposition. Yeah, they, that's, that's one of those movies I think you almost discover something new about it almost every time you watch it. The entire movie, they're explaining to you what's happening in the movie while the movie's on. But for some reason, like, I, I know when I watch, the multiple times I've seen it, <laughs> I'm not able to fully catch that. I just have to go along with the ride. They explain it to you, but they force you just to continue moving on, and you're just, you're I'm strapped in, in with it. I'm in it, yeah. Yeah, uh, Inception, Inception is one of my favorite Nolan movies. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we're good with Kilmer, right? Want to move on to the Schmodown talk? Yes. Because we've we're we're in it now. We're we're deep and we've got a lot to cover. Uh, so real quick, the uh, Zipper Stacy Howard match. That was a good match. Good match. Stacy Howard, fantastic at guessing. I want to see a Stacy Howard versus Josh McCuga all guess off. Guess off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Stacy Howard, she, she's racking up these nicknames. She's the queen of guessing. She is the bracket buster. The wheel she killer. Is the wheel killer. Like, I, when, you, when we put up that video, I put, like, I think it was in our description, I put that she was the wheel killer and bracket buster. Now I gotta put queen of guessing the next time she does it. So, yeah. thanks, Stacy, for giving yourself another title. Anyway, that was a good match. Let's move <laughs> on from that. Yeah, it was a good match. 
Uh, Gar says, fun fact, Cutter's asleep on a plane right now, and I'm in his mind making this reality. In the real world, Robert and Chris are in the quirky mercs. <laughs> if only. Other fun fact, I'm teamed up with Kevin Smith and not with my brother. Look, I would take the hit. <coughs> Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. Again, we talk about being a good brother. Look, if I had to, if I had to duck out so that he could be uh, teamed up with Kevin Smith, yo, I'm gonna be a manager now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna manage the reaction faction that uh, Garth keeps talking about. You're not gonna be on it. You're with Kevin Smith. Yeah, and our team's name is Clerks. Oh, okay. We're getting into it now. Uh, first off. Uh, those of you, I know everyone in the chat right now knows uh, Schmodown. Those of you watching on a replay, if you again, if you're not, if you don't know what Schmodown is, we say this every time. It's basically if wrestling mix you mix that with movie trivia competition. What if they don't know what wrestling is? Wrestling is a sport. Uh, in this case, has storylines that have factions and rivalries and all this kind of fun stuff that go along with competition aspect. The competition aspect in the case of the Schmodown is movie trivia is real. Um, yeah. And is is movie trivia, so the, it's really fun. Yeah, the there's story, rankings. The storyline is built around the movie trivia. Yeah, is there's rankings, all sorts of fun stuff. Now, that was your quick run course on Schmodown. Go check it out. Movie trivia, Schmodown, <laughs> Schmodown Entertainment Network. Go check it out. Trust us. Moving on. <laughs> Cutter said Robert's with uh, Smith. Chris is with Jericho. <laughs> I would not complain. Here's the thing. I'm not a wrestling guy, so I don't have the attachment to Chris Jericho as a lot of people who are wrestling people do. I'm not going to complain about that still, though. Chris Jericho being in the Schmodown is sick. Yeah. So that one partnered with what uh, Garth said. Robert is with Robert Montano and a team reaction Roberts. And so I you'd will, have, have Vanessa. You'd have, no, you would be partnered with Chris Jericho. Y'all would be team Chris. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. That's fair. <laughs> um so yeah let's talk about this real quick because we're talking about the free agent signings that happened well so before that christian like threw down a gauntlet real quick it was right after our tagline last week yeah all of a sudden he announced hey by the way all of you managers you need to make drops otherwise your team's frozen you're you have to make drops by like friday make your drops make your trades pick up some people yeah, make trades, make drops, do this by Friday. Free agents, time for y'all to start pushing. Y'all need to start making a giant push towards uh, having uh, managers pick you up to yep. be on their team. Uh, and so that's what led into this giant whirlwind Frenzy. of chaos that has been happening over this past week. What a Again, might I remind you, I've also been like really sick during this yeah. too. Yeah. It so. was a it was a heck of a week for me to do a reaction solo. Let's be honest. Yeah. So not that anyone was paying attention to that specific reaction, but still, it's yeah. So the, the theory behind it. So the thing with the uh, given like what our availability is to to sit down and film stuff and then edit it and whatnot. Mm -hmm. uh, we had basically Thursday. We had planned. We we hashed out what managers would potentially be good for us. Yeah. So we did that based on. Uh, who had open spots? Stepping back, who had open spots at that time? Who who seemed more feasible in how they operated their teams, what they were saying, and who they were looking for on their teams? That we we figured these are the managers that we will try to appeal to, essentially. Yeah. Uh, at the time, Roxy didn't make any sense. She had 
at that time she had one spot open on her team. Obviously she had room to drop somebody, but she seemed like somebody who's more into sticking with people who are local, aside from, say, like Jim Veveda. But for some the most part, she wanted to work with people locally. And some of these were also based off of what personal connections we've made with these managers. Some of these, like, say, like, Kaiser and Kate, we've made personal connections. Yeah. We could say hi to them. They know who we are. We didn't. So, therefore, like, especially for those two, we didn't feel the need to make a video. Kaiser, Kaiser was somebody who had maybe one spot on his team. That, that he was too. Real, but he didn't drop anybody. Did he? No, he dropped somebody. He did drop somebody, but... Oh, yes, he did. He dropped one person. But he also... Uh, I like remember. Villa Lobos or something like that. Yeah. Whatever. yeah. I, I know he picked up uh, Andres Gallegos. Yeah. Which uh, I know Nerd Chronic, Eric Rodriguez, recommended him. So that was that was a good... You know, based on Eric Rodriguez's recommendation, that's a good pickup. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your editor for the Schmodown re recognizes, he knows. Well, Andre has also been doing a lot of the question writing for the uh, video chronic pop culture quizzes. So, yeah. So I mean, that's somebody that you do. Somebody who knows trivia, knows movie trivia, knows answer stuff. Yeah, you want that on your team. We yeah. didn't. Uh, we didn't approach Kaiser, even though we are big Dungeon fans here, and the Dungeon is one of our like top picks, essentially wanting to be a part of. Yeah. Kaiser knows who we are. He knows what we're capable of doing. He knows us already. If he wants to pick us, that was up to him to... Yeah, that was the we, same we, we tagged him in a, in a Twitter yeah. thing, and that was it. I know Kaiser. Kaiser uh, definitely said that he wants people uh, coming to him. We also have that relationship at this point built up with Kaiser, where he knows us, he recognizes us. If he wasn't saying, like, yeah, we want those guys, we knew we weren't going to be with Kaiser, regardless. Yeah. So, didn't make a video for Kaiser... Kate, we had already been on uh, C2A. We tried to make an appeal to Kate through Call to Action and their uh, chill to action with Kate. Uh, she very firmly stated she was looking for a female competitor, one competitor and a female competitor for her team. So, obviously, neither one of us are one competitors, nor are we female. But it's, well, anyways. Um, Shut up. Also, <laughs> also the... Uh, Kind of the same thing. Kate knows who we are. She knows of us. She knows we're available. She knows, like, how we, how we know movie. She's aware of our movie knowledge. Yeah. If she wants us, she she, she watched knew, us play she, along essentially during the spectacular. She knew to reach out to us. Here, yeah. Here's the thing, not to be conceited or whatever, but a lot of these free agents, especially the ones that got picked up. They didn't tweet out to... They didn't tweet, but they were having personal messages back and forth with all the managers. But a lot of them were, like, the managers just outright saw their name on the free agent list and then quickly looked them up, like, on Twitter and reached out to them. Sort of. But a lot of them that some were... Of, some of them definitely had, were having personal conversations for a while with some of those managers. Yeah, but you didn't see that public tweet, like, Hey, choose me! Pick me! Pick me! What movie is that from? Right. <laughs> um, but... So, yeah, you didn't see a lot of that from the people who were picked, but that's because they were already in – same kind of like what I'm saying with Kaiser and Kate. Yeah. Kaiser and Kate already knew who we were. They were aware of us. If they wanted us, they'd come get us. Um, they uh, knew we were we would want to go to them. On the flip side, we, ha we also have Winston, who we didn't really make an appeal to because at that time he only had, I think, one spot open on the team, or if maybe he didn't have any – he either had one or he had none. And so it didn't really make sense to reach out to him because we weren't sure at that point whether he was going to drop drop uh, players or not. It only made sense to appeal to the ones that we felt like were either going to drop players or we knew had the spots open. 
because they would have to pick us up as a team. It's a hard sell if you're trying to say, hey, I know you got a full roster. Drop some people to pick us up as a team. We're unproven in the Schmodown. You've had a match as part of Only Stupid Answers 1.5. We've done reactions. That's it. That's all we've got. So we are unproven in the Schmodown. So it's going to be a hard sell to try to pick us up as a team. So that's why we had to make choices based on the time constraint, mm -hmm. too. Because you're looking at a situation where by tomorrow night, we're, we're looking at, we're here on Thursday, we got to shoot these videos. By tomorrow night, they've got, the managers have to drop players. They need to know that we're out here as a team and we're ready. So they got to know that they. They're like, holy crap, I got to drop two people we, to potentially make room to pick up two people. Yeah. So we had to make choices. Because we're pretty much only available as a team. At this point, right Not now, Not like yes. Robert and Vanessa from Late to the Party that could easily split. They're also a lot closer to L.A. And and that was the main point that I think that we had with it is, like, Robert and Vanessa are in uh, Arizona. It's easy for them to hop in the car and... A five-hour drive. Well, maybe not easy, but I will say a lot easier than it is to go from Austin, Texas. A five-hour drive is much easier than a 22-hour drive. Yes. So, therefore, if... They need to quickly go go out to L.A. They can do that. Yeah. And so it, it, it's a lot easier for them to be split up. Us, on the other hand, and that's part of the downside, and it's part of the reason why we were not picked up, why we haven't been picked up. Mm -hmm. It's probably the major reason why we haven't been picked up. Is we're in Austin. Is we're in Austin, Texas. And especially right now, travel is extremely hard. Who knows? And who knows when it's going to get easy again. By July, let's say they actually do want to get back into the studio by July. First of all, they're not doing teams virtually because that's an entire headache to try to figure out how you do that. Uh, it would work for us because obviously we're in the same location, so we can do the conferring with each other personally. Everyone else would have to figure out how, okay, I'm on the phone, i got to mute this, i got to do this, I gotta, under the 15-second time constraint. No, Teams is not going to work virtually. It's just not. So we would have to actually show up and be in person in the studio in order for us to compete as a team. Right now, flying to L.A. for the rest of this year, that's up in the air. Which was a fantastic movie starring George Clooney and Anna Kendrick and, uh, and it was also a really Vera good, Farmiga. It's also a really good pun I just made. Yes, um, it was. So, I understand why people are hesitant about picking us up. Now, if it's possible, they start shooting in the studio. It is possible. Hey, hop on a plane. Wear a mask while you're on the plane. Don't worry about it. You're good. Wash your hands. Come to the studio. Let's shoot. Cool. That works out great. Oh, I'll wear a mask all over the dang place if I can be on the showdown. Absolutely, one hundred percent. We'll do all the all the safety that measures. That was so necessary. much fun. Do all the safety measures necessary to get there. We don't know what travel looks like right now, so that's the thing. Yeah, um, uh, that's and that's the reality of this. Like, yeah. and going into this, yeah, we could we could play up and be funny and do as much as we can. But I mean, we to be honest with ourselves, we knew going into this, oh, this is gonna be a problem. Yeah, it's a it's a. It would be a risk for somebody to pick us up. That's why we honed it down to, hey, we've got Koi, we've got Shannon, and we've got Sam. Yeah. Sam had four spots open on his team. It made all the sense in the world to try to reach out to him and try to try to encourage him to pick us up. He's got spots. He's got open spots. Shannon still would have had to drop somebody to pick us up, but I'm trying to make the appeal based on the Texas side of things and that we as individuals who were – shunned and not even nominated in we reaction. didn't even get nominated for an after show reactor podcast we didn't. how did we not get a nomination for after show podcast oh am i taking it too personal 
Yeah, you're in it right now. I'm not. I'm not in it. Oh, okay. Uh, we didn't get nominated. We didn't get picked up in the draft. We didn't get uh, so picked up in the second draft like two days well, later over Twitter. Over Twitter. So we essentially had this big old chip right here on our shoulders at this point. And so it's easy to convince, hey, we can be very corruptible. If you want us to be corruptible, we can be corruptible. We are capable of that right oh, now. Oh, corrupt the heck out of the schmodown. That doesn't sound right when I can't cuss. Please stop right now. <laughs> um, anyway, so we, we tried to appeal to Shannon. Uh, Koi, we we know Koi at this point a little bit more on a personal basis because we did that action movie anatomy with him. Mm-hmm. We've had several interactions with mm-hmm. him, and we honest. Let's be honest. Our personalities kind of fit the quirky Mercs. Yeah, they do. So that would have made all the sense in the world for Koi. So we made those appeals. Here's the thing. Koi wanted Kevin Smith. Yeah. So behind the scenes, Coy was busy working on getting uh, on securing Kevin Smith. He had what two spots available. Yeah. So if he picked up both of us, he would have no room for Kevin Smith. Yeah. So instead of picking up two people that like, and he said that he he's got some things working. Yeah. He told us before he had stuff working that he's probably not going to go in our direction. But if those things fell through, then we would be somebody that he would contact. Yeah. Um. And then he told us after after everything was revealed that he would have been honored to have us on and his you can, team. You can see this on Twitter. It's yeah, all, this is all. This is yeah that he would have been honored to have us on his team, but he was in the process of trying to secure Kevin Smith. Now, he, here's the thing: I'm sure there's a lot of players that Koi had on his mind during that time. Not yeah. not just us. We were we were in the shuffle somewhere. Completely understandable. Well, it, was, it was a long list, but I think it. It can't be overstated that we were denied a chance to be on the Quirky Mercs so that Koi could have Kevin Smith. We were denied for Kevin Smith. That's freaking cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm completely okay with that. I, 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 like, I will take that. That, that That's that's perfectly fine. If you're going to deny me, deny me for Kevin Smith? Yes. For sure. If Go for it. If it's... Like, even me, if I had the choice, like, I pick either me or Kevin Smith, I'm like, oh, go pick Kevin Smith. Go with Kevin Smith. Only one of you could live. It's either you or Kevin Smith. Oh, go choose Kevin Smith. Here's the thing. Obviously, there might have been some other people who could have been chosen over us still. There, there might have been several choices uh, between us and Kevin Smith. That's not and, the point. And I'm not, I'm not com- the point. completely not looking at this self-centered at all. Not the point. The point is that we were not chosen and Kevin Smith was. Yeah, just it's just pure simple. And that's kind of a cool thing. I like I, li- I like thinking about. It. I like we weren't chosen. Kevin Smith was. Yeah. Okay, we're 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 in contention with Kevin Smith. Dope. Now here's the thing. I mean, overall, we're we're still free agents. Still. Yeah, we're still free. Agents. Which means that we can still compete. We're just not competing for a faction. If we win, there's no faction that's getting points off of us. And here's the thing. Under normal circumstances, I would have said maybe, maybe a free agent, a free agent team gets a match during regular normal yeah, season. Yeah, right, right now, no. Uh, who knows? Given <laughs> given the pandemic, probably, probably not. There's a very, there's no chance. There's no chance any any free agents are going to get play outside of a faction. It's hard enough trying to get everybody who's on a faction to get a match this season. Yeah. Nobody who's a free agent is going to get a match. Let's be honest about it. But the fact is, is eventually at some point we could get a match. Yeah. And that you have someone like Kevin Smith or Chris Jericho now in. Well, let's even say that we get picked up 
come draft time this next go around. Yeah. There's a chance we could eventually be playing Chris Jericho or Kevin Smith. Which, to, again, to be honest, if we you thought are, I chose the wrong chair before, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sit in whatever chair my mind says. Just sit in that one. You're playing Kevin Smith. I'm sitting in the chair back in the audience where I, where I came from. Easy for you to say. <laughs> gotcha. Here's the thing: we are two random who's it brothers in the middle of in the middle of Texas, yeah. Austin, Texas. We just decided to start a YouTube channel, talk about movies. We're obviously into the Schmodown, so we're talking about Schmodown. And we have a chance at some point in the future, maybe over the next year or so, that it's plausible. That we could see foresee ourselves being in a match seated across the table from Chris Jericho and or Kevin Smith. That's the fact that what? It, the fact that that's possible what? is weird. What? Yeah, that that that's just odd. Oh. Now what's funny about that? And I was thinking about this earlier. Is uh, for public knowledge, uh, you have Rachel Silverstreeny is she's doing the the biggest happy dance of all time. I don't time. think she has stopped screaming since it happened. She's probably still dancing as of right now, this second, because mm-hmm. um, she is a huge Kevin Smith fan. I he's a Smith head. I have been wanting to play Silverstreeny like in an exhibition match or something on Kevin Smith movies. Cause I love I love Kevin Smith movies. I gotta talk, tell you guys that would be a really good match. That would be like a match of the year type match. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, I've wanted to play her so bad, and now that Kevin Smith is actually in the league, she's like, I want to play Kevin Smith at Kevin Smith movies. She wants to play him at his own movies. In the meantime, I'm over here still like, can I play you? And she's like, Kevin Smith, I want to play. Who are you? <laughs> Now, obviously, we know we know Rachel. She's not gonna be like, "Who are you?" She's no, Ra- Ra- Rachel's awesome, but but you're, you're looking at the the line of order. Kevin's. I mean, I mean, how about you do a handicap match, you and Rachel, versus Kevin Smith, at his own movies? That would be. I would say yes, but here's the thing. I I, I would love that. I I would I, love to watch that. The thing I know about Rachel is she she wants to play Kevin Smith because she wants to see okay. her knowledge versus his, and that's just straight just straight up her knowledge. And that's that's true. Yeah, give give her her dream. Let Rachel be in a match with Kevin Smith. That would be that alone is amazing to see. Yeah. Regardless, we have a situation right now where the schmodown is growing to the point where you have the likes of Chris Jericho, you have Kevin Smith, you even have Doug Benson. In here now. You have these people who have some notoriety behind them. They are now in the Schmodown, and they're now going to be competing in the Schmodown. And you look at a situation like us where we weren't picked up by any teams. We weren't drafted. We weren't drafted the first time around. We weren't drafted this in the free agent. Second time. We weren't drafted in the free agent picking. And I don't care. I do care. I want to. I want to play. I want to. Yeah, want to play. I want to play again. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, but don't care because you're looking at. Here is the growth of the league. We love this league. We love the Schmodown. We love seeing the growth. We don't play, but Kevin Smith and Chris Jericho do because that is the growth of the league. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes. Totally for that. Don't give me a match this year. Yeah. Completely okay. Completely fine. 
Well, let's see. We either give Robert or Chris Adams a match, or we'll give Kevin Smith a match. <laughs> Who are we? While we're trying to build Who are we? the movie trivia schmodown, who's going to be a bigger name? Yeah. So, that being said, uh, 2021. Oh. We're coming with a fire. Oh, yeah. Phrasing. How's that phrasing? I'll tell you when you're older. Um, Use Tux medicated pads for that. God. Puts the flames out. You remember those old school commercials where the Tux medicated pad? What is like happening right now? What is happening right now? You don't remember this? What is happening right now? I don't know. So the rest of the free agent signing, though, uh, getting off of just that stuff, there were some really good pickups here. I mean, we have some unknowns. I mean, obviously, we, we ourselves haven't seen Andres Gallegos. Say it like compete. A white, person, white person. We haven't seen compete yet. We got a fan leaguer. Uh, is that Adam Collins? Is that his name? Yeah. Uh... There's a lot of hype around him. I mean, you look at everybody who participates in the fan leagues, and they're going, yes, yes. Now, is he the one, if I remember correctly, he just started in the fan leagues. Not too long ago, yeah. Yeah, he hasn't even made it, like, high up in the ranks, and already he's just jumping straight into the schmodown. That's scary. If you haven't even, like, say... And he's somebody who was in contact with Shannon for quite a while, which is why she went with him. you, You look back at... The people who've gone from the fan leagues and have made that jump to the big time. Chance, Oyama. Smets. Smets. They've been... Parker. Yeah. They've been like either like the fan league belt holders or they've been they've been of massive notoriety they got a lot of in the fan them. leagues. Yeah. Here's the thing. I, like, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. We don't really follow the fan leagues it's that much. It's too much content. We've got a lot. We've got a lot we've got to do as this i do not disrespect the fan leagues i just at all i just don't have time to watch them yeah um but when we know of these people without watching the fan leagues parker yo especially robert parker yeah um that's impressive we know of these people before they come it means something yeah um so the fact that this person has not even as far as i can tell gotten that far in the fan leagues hasn't gone up for like a championship or a belt or that's scary yeah that's scary and that's definitely i mean you, you're looking at a situation <coughs> where that's that's what corruption needs right now they need somebody who they can look at and be like yeah that person's gonna dominate that person's gonna do well for us um speaking of scary so you got uh perry nemiroff nice uh was chosen as a quirky mark as a quirky mark so it's that was that was the one that uh, that Koi was going after mm-hmm. that he wanted to at least solidify her, which makes sense. Yeah. She's played before, uh, hasn't been the strongest contender, but the she, thing is she's got she, an itch. She she's got an itch and she stays on top of like at least current movies as they come. She'd be good at new releases anyway. Um, so we, like, we went to South By last year. She was at South By reviewing every movie as it premiered at South By mm-hmm. last year. No South By this year. Tear. But she wow. was there last year. God, bring the mood down. I know. We but, didn't, we didn't see her last year because she was so busy watching the movie and then going and doing a review. Yeah. So, like, we saw Mance. We saw the, uh, Jim Vavetta. 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 Easy for you to say. I can't pronounce it either. Um, I can't pronounce normal words. Yeah. Uh, I saw Haley Fouch yeah. last year. Yeah, Haley was there. Uh, but Especially during Us. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, I think Perry Perry <coughs> Coy was on backstage today. He he talked about it. Perry is a good fit for for them. Uh, Perry's going to actually do pretty well on the Mercs. I expect good things out of her uh, this time around. Um, who else got picked up? You're looking at. I mean, obviously you got Jericho and Smith. Uh, you've got. Uh, so you got the other big one was Sabrina Ramirez. Yeah. Sabrina, who we all honestly thought was going to the den because if you watch SCN Live, Kate was the first one to be like, you're mine, I'll take you, you want to play? You're on the den. And that was the first thing we ever heard about Sabrina even competing was Kate going, you're mine. So and we all figured she'd go for the den. And she's been on a couple of things, but she really hasn't shown too much movie knowledge. Outside of what she does on the first cut. Yeah. Other than that, who knows how much she actually knows. If you don't watch the first cut, all you watch is, say, SCN Live and the Schmodown. Yeah, it's like Ben Goddard. You don't know, and yes, I mentioned him specifically for a reason. Yeah. You, you don't know what their knowledge is until they show it in competition. But from what I hear, she is coming to play, and she actually does know some pretty good stuff. So it's no surprise when you think about it that way that she ends up with Gucci. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes complete sense. And of course Tom Dagnino would. Go- Leave that one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Yo, no, you come here. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, but say watching backstage today, you hear his line of reasoning, how he approached picking her up, and the way he the way he's approached it. He was talking about the fact that uh, even after her first call, everybody on the Finstock Exchange essentially was contacting her and talking to her and talking her through the whole process. She felt like she was a part of a family joining that faction. And so it was a. It seemed like it was a pretty easy decision for her to join the Finstock Exchange. And honestly, I'm not mad at that at that signing, because I think, especially all the things that you're hearing about Barbarian right now and how he how he is becoming essentially the glue that is holding that team together. He is supporting everyone. He is helping everyone with every part of say their gameplay, their what they know. That. That team, while it started out uh, at the beginning of this season with fourth round Roca and all of that, it seemed like it was it was going to implode. Yeah, I feel like that team is actually very strong. They they are very strong net because they can go through these situations of controversy and be like, guys, we're good. We're not nothing's happening here, and so that seems like a team where somebody like Sabrina, who's like, I'm just in this to win and to show off that. I'm good. I know what I know, and I can be fantastic at this. That is the that is the greed is good model of the Finstock Exchange. She wants the gold. She's going for the gold. She's a good fit for Finstock Exchange. Uh, the other big one that I feel like was a major disappointment is we saw another team split apart, and we mentioned this yeah, earlier. Late to the party has been torn apart, and the party is over, unfortunately. So... The party is over. God, that makes me want to cry. Yeah. Um, so, I'm trying to quickly go through... So, I got Montano on Usual Suspects, and you got Vanessa's over on the den. Yeah. Uh, which, which is going to be awesome, because eventually, hopefully, that means we're going to see a Robert versus Vanessa. A late to the party Civil War. Which, which... We still haven't gotten our Wildberry Civil War yet. Uh, no, we were going, apparently, I guess we were going to have that. We'll but see if that happens or not. That live event was unfortunately canceled for some weird reason. I don't know why. 
was that going to be at a live event? I think it was going to be at a live event. I don't know. Uh, I thought I talked about it being at Houston, but it wasn't going to be at Houston. Um, <laughs> I would have loved to see drunk uh, Makuga and drunk Dewberry in a, in a ring at Houston would have been fantastic. That wasn't going to be the Houston match, but they get a cage match. Yeah, we know what the Houston matches were going to be. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. No. The late to the party splitting up is is another satellite. I love the, I love the I love this whole draft this whole faction thing but man is it causing some heartbreak. It's tugging at the heartstrings here. We wild lost berries. wild berries. Movie guys, Looney Ben, late to the party. Like, jeez. We're gonna split up the Cinefanatics before they even have a chance to play as a team. <laughs> yeah, I did. At this point, I think that's the only. That was probably the only way we could go into the league. It might be. It might be. So, Which that's fine. You get picked up. I'm still hopping on that plane and traveling with you. It doesn't oh, matter. yeah. Let's be honest about that. That was the other thing. If one of us goes to L.A., the other one's going to. We're too. still traveling as a duo. I'm not, yeah. I'm not foregoing a chance to be at a live taping. No, not at all. Uh, Garth brings up uh, Scott Mance being picked up by the Droogs. That's actually a good pickup. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And let's be honest we'll we'll do a little backstage for us real quick because i know we do a lot in front of the camera in a kayfabe situation yeah i want to do a little backstage love burnett oh yeah that dude is killing the game right now and no one expected him to yeah can we clip this out and also send it to him because i'm not sure right now that he recognizes that we've We've had enough interaction with <laughs> Burnett. He knows we absolutely adore him. Yeah. We respect him. He's a fantastic person. He's a great personality. Yeah. Screw that guy. Kayfabe. <laughs> that guy. Screw that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You said screw? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I was trying to say another word, but... No. Nobody expected him to do well at this game, and he's actually, he's actually making real good... Frank uh, Frank put it in the chat during backstage today. He's he's the manager who's making money ball moves without knowing that he's making money ball moves. He is he is playing the long game. He's playing next year with his multiple first round draft picks now. He's playing the potentiality of this year keeping JTE which, on the team. Which I'm wondering would he be playing that same game right now if it had not been for the current pandemic? Is he someone that's like, there's a pandemic going on. You know what? Screw this year. I'm going to worry about next year. Maybe. And that's a smart choice. That is a smart move. Because, I mean, he, so in trades, he gave up his third round uh, draft pick. But he got an extra first round draft pick. He's got two first round draft picks. He's still got his second round. So who cares about his third round at that point? He's got two first rounds and second round. Who cares about your third round? You're getting your third round in the first round. So... Or he's getting his third round in the second round. He's getting first and second round in the first round. He's making smart moves. He, he's he got Brandon Hanna mm-hmm. traded for James White. Who knows if James White's going to play this year? Maybe if singles is done virtually, then yeah, James White gets play. Uh, but he picked up Brandon Hanna, who is a good contender for the inner geekdom division. Smart move. He traded off Ethan Irwin, which seems like a stupid move, because Ethan Irwin is a powerhouse at this game. But he traded him for Jader and Ken... Jader's already shown good, strong contention for... He's already won a match. Yeah, already won a match. He's going to have good, strong contention when he's able to play again. Ken is going to do well at Star Wars because Ken is a veteran of that league. Yeah. Uh, Better than... Possibly better, I should say, than Josh Quevedo, who hasn't played yet. Who knows how he's going to be. And so, 
you know, you got Josh Quavedo traded over to the Rockstars. He picked up JTE for that. You know, we don't know if JTE is going to play or not. But he did pick up JTE in the case of, hey, if singles goes virtual, JTE is going to get a match. If it doesn't, studio play, JTE can travel. I still got JTE. I've got JTE on my team. Yeah. So he's got some he's got some good stuff going on. Um, So here's the thing. And he uh, picked up Mance. Yeah, which, eh, here's the thing. Our personal connection to Mance, he is the first Schmodown competitor we ever met in, in person, in real life, at Half South by last year. Yeah, and it was completely by accident. And yeah. it, I absolutely love that. I love the by accident ones. Um, if you want to read through the chats, I'm going to go take a quick break as well. Or if you want to start going through uh, maybe some of the other people. Yeah. Yeah, be right back. Got this. <laughs> Garth, JTE for Josh Cavillo called the Josh Swap. That's actually uh, that's actually pretty good. Um, let's see. Let me, uh, let me go through some of these real quick. Uh Gar says, my joke is that Scott Mance and Brandon Hanna are in a faction together, so they should be forming a team called the Hot Mance. As funny as that is, and as much as I like that, I think it's known that Christian would lose his mind over that. I don't know why Christian, Christian is against the Hot Man. That's that's just a fun little nickname some, some of the audience has. It's not going to stick for an actual nickname for him, but it's it's fun. It's, it's fun. Uh... Roxy in her interview with Sabrina revealed that she took Sabrina past the dropping people deadline. She wouldn't have gotten Chris Jericho. It's true. I mean, Roxy, Roxy made the right decision in that case. She, uh, she took a risk, took a chance. It paid off for her. And, uh, I say that without, we say it without seeing Chris Jericho play yet. It seems like Jericho is going to have some pretty good knowledge. So I think that was actually a good play, especially since he's not going to be a one-off. He's actually going to play a couple matches at least. Uh, they had Josh Wildman, Makuga of Swag versus Elliot the Mountain Dewberry of Corruption in single schedule, but not at a live event. Sort. Yeah. Knew that match was going to happen. Um, it's just a matter of when, and now that this whole situation happened, I don't know. I don't know if we see that match this year, which is fine. Kind of that really, that really builds up. I think the hype for that match which I think already had enough hype as it is, but you know, uh, I can't I can't wait to see that go down, especially because I want I we got the Wildberries have to come back together. They just have to. I mean that's that that team sells merchandise. Uh, who would have guessed that corruption would be in the last place? But the burning jigs in your top. That's true. That's true. I mean you you have a you have a team like corruption. They got Mike and Chance. Mike and Chance are they are top league players right now. <laughs> They're going to come in whenever teams comes back, if teams can come back, and they're going to dominate in teams. And they're going to they're going to dig corruption out of this hole. Mm. Droogs, the the year's still young. I think I think we, like we were saying, uh, Burnett is playing the long game. He's he's setting up for almost every contention. He said on backstage earlier he's he's got uh, Cybold and Duralde. They're a good team. Teams comes back. He's got a team that he can trust and move forward with singles he's got a lot of good singles players he's got he's got mance he's got seibold and Duralde. they both can play singles if they need to he's got paramo who is starting to show after his first match he can be a good contender too so and he's even got jt should jt be able to fly you got that so uh, burnett really is set up all the way around he's got picks for next draft he's he's good he's the drugs are going to be going to be set for no matter what happens 
Uh, Brandon Buckingham says coming in to say hi. Hey, Brandon. Thanks for showing up. Good to see you. Yeah. Glad you're here. Uh, uh, what if? Yeah, Gar says there should be another what if match of the Wildberries versus Late to the, the party. Wild Party match. <laughs> uh, do a what if as if, uh, say, Late to the Party wins that time. So they did, yeah. They did do the Wildberries versus Late to the Party. And what if uh, Late to the Party won that match? Yeah. Hey, your cat thinks we're done. Yeah. You got up and she thinks we're done. Oh, no. I scared the crap out of her a second ago. She was in the bathroom. Nice. <laughs> uh, we're not done. Go away. Well, at least she's still quiet. We're almost done. Um, yeah. And we haven't even talked really about the uh, the freaking tournaments, man. There, the we, tournament's coming. We're going to go a little bit longer, guys. We're going to stick with this, though. We're going to let's, – let's run through those tournaments uh, real quick. The tournament's coming. They're going to be really impressive. I guess the entire Star Wars tournament's going to be on Twitch. Um, and then you got the Inner Geekdom tournament that's also Which, starting. We were wondering if we were going to be able to react to the Star Wars tournament on Twitch. We are. You you can you can you can get videos from Twitch. You can watch them. Uh, they're not going to be just live only. They will replay. I like. I'm glad that they said that on uh, backstage earlier. So yes, we will be doing reactions to the Twitch Star Wars matches. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Not going to do as well as anybody in that in that tourney, but hey. I Luckily, they can reuse questions, so it'll be like. What's the name of the farm boy in A New Hope from Tatooine? Oh, Luke Skywalker. We know a Star Wars question. Is that Anakin? No. Jeez. He's the, no, he's the slave boy from Tatooine. Yeah. But that was episode one I was talking about from A New Hope. Oh, yeah. What is the name of Luke's aunt and uncle? Hey, Vader was still the slave boy from Tatooine in A New Hope. I didn't say slave boy. I would never say slave boy on our channel. You're missing it. Yeah. Anyway, so hopefully they reuse some of those questions, and this will be a lot more fun to play. I don't know. It's going to be fun to watch, though. Uh, there's a lot of good tenors. Who do, you, who do you got for the entire Star Wars tournament? Alex Damon. No, he's not in the tournament. Well, I mean, he's at the end of the so tournament. So you got Molly. Um, you said Damon. Yeah, I mean... Molly may have a shot. I don't know if her knowledge is as strong as Alex, but I mean, I really haven't watched Star Wars Explained. Way to put me in that spotlight. I'm but watching. uh, I'm watching. They're, they're they're both good. Okay, Molly so I mean, good. Molly may be able to put up a good fight. I know, which would be awesome because that's a Damon household civil war right there. A lot of people sleep on uh, <laughs> Molly just because they're going based on her performance and the the. Fatal Five way that was in Chicago, uh, because Laura Kelly, Andrew Demolanta, they both uh, they both they both outperformed her essentially. But the thing is, is that that's in front of a live crowd for your first match, and it's a number one contenders match. She's gonna be at home for this. I do think that, like, say Scrimshaw, uh, Demolanta, and Laura Kelly, and Ken. Those are all good choices. Well, I would say the three I said are probably going to be the best shot, over, like other than Molly Damon. Yeah. I think Knapsack has a shot, but I feel like there's a difference between Alex Damon's game and yeah. Knapsack's game. For sure. And I feel like Knapsack has, a, unfortunately, um, he hasn't kept up to that level. But he wrote a book. He wrote a book, and which would normally be my justification, like when uh, 
when Smets Smets was talking crap to Brad. Brad Gilmore about Back to the Future. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but Brad Gilmore wrote a book. Yeah, I don't know. Writing a book, I think, holds weight because <coughs> that means this person is learned of the subject. They've watched the movies over and over again. They know them back and forth. They know them enough to, to be a a valuable source of information when it comes to writing a book. I think Ken, Ken obviously, you can't count Ken out, ever. The thing of it is, though, is that I have a sneaky suspicion and a feeling about Sean Sullivan. Personal bias, because I've gotten to know the guy one on or one on one in person. A fantastic person. Great dude. Love him. I've mm-hmm. also gotten to know Adam Witt though. Just moving everything. I've gotten to know Adam Witt also. Also, great dude. I don't know what's happening. I'm trying to move it all back with the force. Since we're talking about Star Wars. Apparently okay. that isn't that's not a real thing. We're over time. Um <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing a Adam Witt versus Sean Sullivan in the finals again. Yeah. Can it happen? It's plausible. I mean, anything can happen in the Schmodown. Any one of these people can win. It's a matter of the questions they get, the wheel they spin, and the numbers they pick. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. I have a sneaky suspicion about Sean Sullivan, though. I am kind of pulling for him at this point. Yeah. But you don't... You never know. You never know what's going to happen. It it could be anyone's game. This... I mean, you, you look at someone like Andrew Domolanta, he's got a lot to lose on this one. He's got a record that he needs to have a win on. Yeah. You can't count him out, especially when he's working with the other folks of the Finstock Exchange. This could be his time. Scrimshaw, always a viable contender. One of the closest ones to potentially be Alex Damon. Laura Kelly, viable contender. Also got close to beating Alex Damon. The only match in Spectacular that didn't end in a KO or a TKO. Yeah. To get that close with Alex Damon, you can't count Laura Kelly out either. Here's the thing, though. No matter who wins the tournament, they're not beating Alex Damon. <laughs> I've said this in chats. I will stand by this. And I know some people might disagree in the chat or they might have strong feelings about some of these other players. Even I. I love Sean Sullivan. I love all the people who are competing in the Star Wars match matches. Nobody is taking the belt off Alex Damon. That dude is too good. He's going to retire with the belt. Yeah. That's the only way he vacates the belt. He's going to retire. He's going to beat the Patriots record of holding the belt. He's going to retire with the belt. You heard it here first, maybe. Uh, It's going to happen, though. No one's going to beat Alex Damon. Maybe the closest one might be Molly. So, Because she lives with him. Garth is saying, Ken Napsok's promo this week shown... Before this week's match. And also Ken's YouTube channel was fire. Go to Ken's channel and watch if you haven't yet. Yeah, Ken, we did. Ken's reaction to all of the tra- to the trades or whatnot. It was interesting. It was really, really quirky and awkward. Not quirky Mark's quirky, but just quirky. I liked how he referred to all the reactors in his takes, takes 79 and uh, the call to whoever's and the reaction brothers the reaction brothers that was the one i liked that apparently there's i wonder who that is there's a couple of brothers who do reactions i don't know who uh, I'd, I'd like to see their channel yeah oh wait that's us <laughs> the, reaction, the brothers. reaction brothers i love that that's um, funny yeah no uh ken's promo was very interesting for somebody who is not a wrestling person didn't watch wrestling which i think he was playing up that wrestling angle there with that promo essentially 
I didn't quite get it, but at the same time, I I saw humor there, and I was like, this is this is good stuff. Ken is Ken is a professional. Ken yeah. knows what he's doing. Also, why was why did they cut to Riley? I don't that that was over my head. Yeah, just it was it funny. Cut, it was great. just for it to cut to Riley. It was funny. It was great. I love it. I don't understand it, but I love it. Um. Anyway, so Star Wars tournament. It's gonna be it's gonna be fire. Yeah. On and it's gonna be live on Twitch too. So if you can watch it live, watch it live. Otherwise, you know, like us, we're probably not gonna be able to watch it live. We are both working during the day. Yeah. So probably gonna end up. Uh, uh, we'll do the reactions to it. Still do reactions to it, but we'll be catching it on replays. Uh, Intergeekdom tournament. I know we're past time. We've got to run through this. So she's rubbing her face up against the tripod, and your camera is like doing this, like, gosh dang it, Lola. <laughs> Go take a nap. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, cats. Intergeekdom tournament. This is this is the bit. This is ooh, this is gonna be a this is gonna be interesting. It's gonna come down to Parker versus Smets, was what we're all Smets hoping for. Smets isn't in the tournament. Well, no, I mean at the end of the tournament. It's gonna come down to Parker versus Kalinowski. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, sure. <coughs> Which that honestly, like, I love Smets. I'm a big fan of Kevin Smets. Parker versus Kalinowski at this point might end up being a more hyped match than Smets versus Kalinowski because we know what's gonna happen. What the end oh. result is, is one of those two people have to face Smets. Kalinowski either again, one of those is a good match. Kalinowski again or Parker for the first time. And yeah. Either one of those is hyped. There's going to be a lot of If it comes down to Parker versus Kalinowski at the finals of this thing, guys, this is going to be huge. Yeah. Oh, look. My phone is reminding me of something like I said before this thing. Eh, oh. oh. I said we should be done by now. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, Yeah. But, I mean, I, I said this on the Facebook page for Schmodown. The four names you need to be watching during this tournament are Barbarian, Parker, Damon, and Kalinowski. Yeah. Those are, I think those are the four that are going to make the biggest waves. I know Brandon's got a fire under him. I understand that. And I know he's got some good accuracy. Because he's a hot man. You look at how much Damon knows about Star Wars, and every single one of his inner geekdom matches, if he fails anywhere else in his knowledge, he's going to be saved by his knowledge of Star Wars. Oh, come Goodness. Here. Come here, Squeaky. She doesn't have to be on camera. Eh, she can be. It's a Cinefanacat. Cinefacatic. It's a Cinefacatic. Hi, Lola. She's going to tear the tablecloth. Anyway. Yeah, she's okay. Anyway, uh, I think Damon is a strong contender here. His Star Wars knowledge is probably going to save him in many, many instances. And that's, I think, what's going to make him one of the top players here. Um, Kalinowski. Kalinowski's Kalinowski. Enough said. Mm -hmm. Kalinowski's held the belt in this division. Multiple times. He's beaten Rachel, finally. He's beaten Smets before. It's Kalinowski. If you're not, if you're counting Kalinowski out of this thing, you're dumb. Sorry, you're dumb. Yeah. You don't count Kalinowski out of this. Kalinowski could win the thing. Kalinowski could be the one to beat Parker. On the flip side, we don't we haven't seen Barbarian and Ergeetham yet, but the way that dude is talked up, he could be the one to beat Parker also. Ooh, Garth is saying Parker versus Smets will be great because Nerd Chronic can use footage of Parker TKOing Smets in the fan leagues for the promo. That he's not Ooh. wrong. He's not wrong. You've got you've got that option. That's that's going to be a thing. 
Yeah, I think I think we do. We inevitably we will see Parker versus Smith. Uh, I'm counting Kalinowski out in that final because at this point, Parker is a machine. Yeah, we've seen one match from him. So is Janine. Yes, and she is also in the Indian tournament also. But no, we've seen one match from Parker in the big leagues. We've seen him in the fan leagues before. Parker is a machine. I'm very confident of that just based on his accuracy in that first match. Kalinowski sneezes in the finals. It's over. Pretty Ka- much. Kalinowski has to go to multiple choice. One question. It's over. If he quotes any more Queen songs, it's over. It's. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's going to come down to. Now, on the flip side, we see a play in between Vevda and Goddard. Goddard, who has shown in singles, he's not perfect at inner geekdom uh categories but if he goes into the tournament and is on fire and somehow some way parker sneezes has to go to multiple choice and goddard has a perfect run and goddard takes out parker in the first round of the inner geekdom tournament dude has solidified pretty much this early in the year he has pretty much solidified barbarian aside his rookie of the year status at that point ah that's why you shouldn't handle the cat during our live stream. <sighs> so, there anything can happen. I mean, Goddard takes out Parker. First of all, that's a huge hit against the hype around Parker. Because he's supposed to go to the finals in this thing. Yeah. Goddard all of a sudden gets it? First of all, Kate looks like a genius. Secondly... Goddard jumps to the top of the... Goddard is... Goddard's everyone's first pick anywhere always ever yeah goddard jumps to the top of the list of rookie of the year doesn't even have to doesn't even have to win the tournament he beats parker he's good yeah so i mean you're looking at several situations you have different rookies who are in play right now if they beat parker in this tournament that's big there's a oh man this is gonna be massive and here's the thing overall i think at the end of the day no matter what kudos to christian for keeping the schmodown alive and on fire like right now, this. Yeah. Right now, while ugh, just uh everything is like just closing up or shutting down or just yeah. like even e- even here, we didn't really have much movie news to talk about tonight. We had plenty of schmodown to talk about. We're going over time because we have plenty of schmodown to talk about. Yeah, and again, kudos to Christian. Just wow. I mean yeah, let me run through this list real quick. Real, real quick, because we got to wrap this up. Barbarian versus Lavic. Barbarian takes that. Adam Lavic is good, but I we have a lot of faith behind Barbarian right now. Yeah. Uh, Emily Rose Jacobson versus John Humphrey. I believe John Humphrey knows a lot about geek knowledge. I've watched Real Rejects. Yeah. Uh, Emily Rose Jacobson, though, I think takes that just based on her experience in Inner Geekdom. She's going to edge him out just a little bit. Uh, Chance Ellison versus Paul Oyama. I think Chance can win this one. First of all, Chance has been in Inner Geekdom. This would be Paul's first time in Inner Geekdom. But Paul knows everything Paul about knows like, every movie. Paul knows a lot. I think Chance can beat him here, though. Uh, Park, uh, Veveda versus Goddard as the play-in. I think Goddard has a shot here. Don't know Veveda's Inner Geekdom knowledge. Either one could take that one. I yeah. think Goddard has a shot here. I think you do see Parker versus Goddard as the first round. Parker takes that. Yeah. That's what I think. Uh, then you move it down to, at that point, you have Barbarian versus Emily Rose. I mean, we're probably going to r- write this all out and do it as we do our reactions to all of this, too. 
Uh, Barbarian versus Emily Rose at that point. Uh, Barbarian. Barbarian. I think Barbarian's got that. Then you have Chance versus Parker. Parker. Parker's Parker's going to take that one. Um, now you've got Barbarian versus Parker. I have no freaking clue. I think, I think Parker. Parker, yeah. I think Parker ultimately, but man, that's gonna be that's gonna be another one of who sneezes first matches. So we got we. I think. Well, we this agree. is inner geekdom, so yeah. Barbarian's not having to answer any questions about small soldiers. <laughs> hey, watch the video Chronic Pop Culture trivia. You'll see this man uh, do his business against uh, Barbarian. So yeah, I think Parker's probably got that. We think we think we're pretty confident. That Parker's got the left side of the bracket. Yeah. Right side, you got Brandon Hanna versus Saul. Saul's unproven. We don't know anything about Saul. Except that his dog likes to get the bacon. His dog loves bacon. His dog loves uh, bacon. We saw, uh, for those of y'all who were at the fan event for Spectacular, yeah. you may have seen Saul participate in that fan... The fan competition that the Goddard The fan competition that Goddard was hosting, yeah. Uh... <coughs> Here's the thing. I don't think he'd be in it if he can't play along to some degree. Yeah. I think uh, I think Brandon Hanna's experience outshines Saul, though. Saul beats Hanna. The den, again, Kate looks like a genius. And Hanna has to, you know, go wipe egg off his face or whatever the metaphors are that you would use in this case. Oh, with like some egg. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Hungry. Okay. Keep focused. We got to run through this real quick. Uh, I think Brent Hanna wins that one, though. Brent Hanna's accuracy, his experience. I think Hanna's got that over Saul. Yeah. Uh, next one, Damon versus Jen Kemp. We don't know Jen Kemp. I know she's played in the fan leagues, and I know she played in that one free-for-all match. But we have not yet seen Jen Kemp play in the big leagues. She could she could be a huge, you know, dominant player. In which case, she takes out Damon. I'm eating my words on saying Damon is one to watch. Possible. It's possible. I'm putting Damon as the winner of that, though, because I we have seen Damon play, and he did pretty dang good in Intergeekdom. Yeah. Uh, next, you got Janine versus Eric Zipper. I love both of these guys, honestly. I love yeah, Janine. I, love I love both Zipper. of them. I, I don't know who would probably edge out in Intergeekdom trivia. I don't know. Zipper's been in Intergeekdom. He's played. He's got experience in Intergeekdom. I think Zipper's also hungry. He's got a fire underneath him. Of course, Janine does too. Janine's got a fire underneath her also. That's anyone's game. That's honestly anyone's game. The dungeon head in me wants to say Zipper. Zip, just give it to Zipper just because I don't know who to pick. And but the fan in you wants to say Janine. I would love to see Janine get some success because, the, pandemic aside, this was supposed to be her and Rachel's year. Yeah. Her and Silver Stream's year. So, you know. Uh, Dungeon gives it to Zipper. Um, Playing, you got Greg Alba versus Warfather. Warfather's got experience over I would say Greg Warfather. in Inner Geekdom. Greg also might know some stuff. So I'm going to give it to Warfather just based on the experience. Uh, so then you have Mike versus Warfather. It's Mike. Mike. Mike Kalinowski. Yeah, Mike. Kalinowski. Yep. Yeah. So now you have Brandon Hanna versus, say, Alex Damon. That's going to be a good match. I think that's a pretty even match for Intergeekdom. Yeah. Slightly edging Damon out just based on his dominance of Star Wars trivia. Yeah. Um, you have next Zipper versus Kalinowski. Kalinowski. Kalinowski yeah. had a belt. It's Kalinowski. Yep. So now you have Damon versus Kalinowski. Kalinowski. Kalinowski's had a belt. It's Kalinowski. 
And then it's going to come down to Kalinowski versus Parker. Parker. Which who the heck knows? Yeah. I think I think Parker wins. But anyway, that's there's a lot going on there. I mean, I could have ran through the Star Wars bracket too, but I think we've pretty much solved that one pretty well. There's just a lot happening in the Schmodown. Time to jump in. Time to pay attention to it. These tournaments are happening through StreamYard, through Twitch, through YouTube. Uh, Intergeekdom on YouTube. Yep. Star Wars on Twitch. Uh, Smith, Jericho, Doug Benson. All this stuff is happening. Just a bunch of craziness. Uh, I can't wait to see how the rest of this year shakes out. Hopefully this pandemic stuff slows down. I know there's a bunch of stuff in the news about that, but hopefully it slows down. Hopefully we get those studio matches back and we can see the schmodown end on a bang like it's supposed to. Yeah. Anyways, that's pretty much going to wrap it up for tonight. Uh, we went late. Sorry, guys. If y'all have like any last-minute questions, quickly, I would say get those in. Um, while we wrap things up, uh, so if you want to follow us, you can find us at Twitter, Instagram, at Cinefanatics, MLP. You can find each of us at our individual Twitter and Instagrams down below here. <laughs> Star Wars, right? Yada, 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 Alex Damon beats whoever wins it. Exactly. Yeah, that, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I guess we didn't go through that one, but yeah, I mean. Alex Damon is going to ultimately win, beat whoever wins it. Yeah. Uh, make sure you hop on our Patreon, patreon.com slash cinefanatics. Join the tier that's right for you. Uh, we will be looking more into that um, as to what we're providing on those tiers. Yeah, we've got to, we got to work on the, uh, <laughs> the Schmodown watch along this month and the movie watch along this month. So yeah. we will be sending that out as soon as we have a discussion about it. So make sure you hop on that now so you can be a part of that discussion. we got a $1 tier, $5 tier, $10 tier. Pick which one's right for you. Yeah, it's real simple, real easy. Three tiers. Nice and cheap, I guess. <laughs> hop on the tier that you want to hop on. It would help us out. Help him buy his phone. Uh, is Tenet going to make its release date, says Cutter. I, the, the question thing is, is more of, are theaters going to be open? Yeah, well, so I know they were they were talk, talking about that this past week on if that was going to happen. We still haven't heard anything about it. So I would assume as of right now, as of this live streaming that we're doing no they're still pushing. on set no one's pushing now this is going to be one of those things that we're like yeah probably still going to be on target and then tomorrow morning before we even wake up they're gonna be like yeah we had to push that back it could be and if tenant pushes maybe i think we see disney possibly also push milan we'll see yeah possibly because we'll if you're pushing back an unknown movie by a popular director you're going to probably push back a popular it's hard to tell. We've got Property. A, we've got a whole month and a half before before July, and these movies are supposed to come out in July. So we'll see. We've got maybe a whole month and a half, two months before we see these movies anyway. So never know what's going to happen over the course of the next two months. Yeah, uh, Garth. Last minute question: What are you having for breakfast? The same thing I have for breakfast every morning, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Breakfast tacos and an energy drink. That's how I deal with people coming in and out of my cable store every day, asking the weirdest questions ever. I will be having. Waffles, oatmeal, and bacon the, eggs, any any of those things. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. That's our second Shrek reference in this video tonight. Wonderful. Anyways. Anyway, guys, yeah. Hop on the Patreon. Follow us up the things. They're all there. Come back next week. We'll uh, we'll be doing this again, and I can't stop burping while I'm trying to talk. And we'll have like all kinds of new mic problems next week, so make sure you join us. And maybe we'll have movie news. Possibly. I'm gonna run that music thing, so... Do it.
the music is going now. So that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we hope to see y'all next week. Y'all have a great week. And we will see y'all next week. Man, I can't stop saying week. Anyway. Next week. Later. Later.